You have created an expectation of ham. And when I look down, no ham. How kind dare of, you? What kind of ruse are you perpetrating here? <laughs> Sullying the name of ham. Where laughter was king on the edge of space. Ludicrous speed! Go! We get together, have a few laughs. Masters of the universe! <laughs> we gotta get that ham sponsorship. Ham. So it. Yeah. <laughs> Just send, send, ham. Yeah, send us ham, ham people. Well, uh, you know, I don't. Honey baked, honey baked people. What, what would you call them that? The honey baked corporation? The honey bakers? The sugar bakers? Hmm, that's uh, different. That's sugar bears? Hey, sugar. what did you. How about Sugar Bear popping up in the new uh, Hobbs and Shaw? Shaw. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I was like, wait a minute. That's Sugar Bear. What What was the connection between the Hobbs and Shaw and the Deadpool movies? There was a, there was a connection, <clears throat> right? David Lynch directed both of them. Okay. Dude, that guy. He is on a roll. On fire. He's on one of those roles that the guy who directed Die Hard was on. You know, like he did Die Hard. John McTiernan? Yes, in the heat. Predator. And I he feel was, like there was another like staple 80s movie that he was he, responsible Yeah, he's for. been responsible for it. He did Die Hard with a Vengeance, I think. Are you ready to roll, sir? Are you ready to do this thing? Are you ready to rock and or roll? I'm ready to roll and or rock. We're gonna start a fire with this episode, everybody. Oh, here it comes! Mr. Miyagi. Nice. Okay. Welcome back to the Cinemasters of the Universe. Yeah! Uh, yeah! Yeah! I am your most excellent host, Ron Avis. And I am your less than excellent host, Adam Peterson. He is mediocre at best. At best. But he shows up every time. On a good day. He's consistent. Striving for mediocrity. <laughs> Never meeting him. And Never. we're back for another episode, man. We're like up to 12, this which is, 12. is what, what's the code for this one? For your eyes only. Yeah, that's right. This is for your eyes only, for those who are keeping track. Just for your eyes and ears. Yep. Just for that. And it's subtitles. It's all, there's there's going to be no audio on this one. Just for your eyes. And it's been, a, it's been a minute since the last time we recorded. It has been. Uh, you know, we have lives, you guys. Mitch, Mitch has been in bad shape. We had to take oh, yeah. time off to care for Mitch. He had to go to the Gerald Ford Clinic. He got into a, a fracas with some raccoons. Yes. Some some rabid raccoons. And uh, he was fighting surly. them. They were surly. They were. It was a surly bunch of raccoons. I said, hey, Mitch, leave that half-eaten bologna sandwich alone. I can go make you a bologna sandwich. Does Mitch listen? I don't even keep bologna in the house, but I'll go to the store, buy you some bologna, fry it up, like slit the little pieces so like it, it kind of curves up. Oh yeah, that fried bologna. I'll I'll even fry that bologna for you. But no, he was like, I want that. That he looks good. That, that raccoon seems to think it's worthwhile. He and, doesn't back down from a raccoon fight. Yeah, That's one thing. He lost an eye. He did. Mitch is forever gonna have to. It was to a good one too. <laughs> it was. It was the one he could see out of. Like, ah. Mitch is now pretty much blind. Yeah. So. Legally. Yeah. So, but he's still our engineer for some <clears> reason. Still like, running. We decided things. to go ahead and keep him on. Still running things. That's. So. That that could well. Hey, here we go. That's it's for Mitch's eyes only. This is a benefit. We're doing a benefit podcast. For That's Mitch right. Pick up your eyes. phone. Call us up. Yes. Donate. Number at the bottom of the screen here. Right here. 
Do it for Mitch. Do it for Mitch's yep. sandwich. Do it, do it so that we can hire a bounty hunter to find that no good yes. raccoon and, and wipe him off the Slice face. Slice his head clean off. <laughs> Mount it to the wall. I, you know, I wonder if Chuck Norris is available. <clears throat> Probably. It seems like the kind of thing he, he would just do on that. the just for free or on the cheap. Chuck could do that. You know, like he he's always getting people to, you know, he's conning him up and they're like, hey Chuck, we got we got some new kicking pants for you to to, yeah. to show for us. And he's kicking like, jeans. No thanks. Action jeans. Yeah, like, hey Chuck, we got this renegade raccoon that took out our our engineer's eye. And he's already on the case. He's he's hung up the phone. We're like, Chuck? Chuck? Give, I didn't tell you which one it was. He just, he flew in a kicking pose yep. all the way to my house. <laughs> like one of those anime shots, you know, just amazing. God, that man. He's he's incredible. But anyway, so yeah, we, we're back. Uh, and as we left off from the previous episode, we have a new segment. New, brand new. Brand new, smoking hot from the oven. It's so hot, we don't even have like a permanent name for it yet. But we're going to... Burned our fingertips We're just going to continue to call it Seen It. Yep. S E E N. Yeah, we're not right. we're not doing the wordplay. There's no wordplay here. It's a cute S C E E N. Yeah, we're not. It's cute. movie related trivia, but yeah. I don't want to get sued by the scene it people. Yeah. So I we're S E E in it. Okay? I do want them to try and sue me because <laughs> I'll punch them in their face. <laughs> we're gonna have Chuck Norris already yeah, on hand. He's already on. We hand. have Chuck Norris on retainer for Raccoon yep. Vengeance and uh, all legal issues. <laughs> and all, that's right. He's also our attorney. He is our attorney. <laughs> I imagine he just goes to like places that you know send us cease and desist. Like he just what, punches the shit out of him. What most people don't know is if anyone who's passed the bar exam in the state of Virginia can practice law. So <laughs> we're cleared. Or martial artist. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna do scene it. Which in case you've forgotten, it's we wanted to do something that would be a little interactive for the for our listeners. Yes. You play along. We have ten questions. Uh, they could be multiple choice. They could be just answer the question, true, false. You don't even know. We're going to zigzag. We're going to be all over the place. We're going to mix it up. It's a mixed bag. If we had a bag of things, various uh, sundry items, shake it and mix them all up, and then you wouldn't know what you're pulling out of the bag. Yeah. Here's a sack. It's a black yep. sack. You can't see through nope. it. We're taking chips with all of the questions that we're putting it in the sack. We're going to pull <clears> them out <throat> one at a time. We're going to reveal the question. Yep. We don't even know. Nope. Mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. There should be a mixed bra mixed bag brand bag. You know what? We could get into the bag industry. We could. We could sell a mixed bag. We could just leave the marshmallow factory and go to the mixed That's bag. That's true. Just, you know, the hefty people might come after I've us. I've been mixing up bags of marshmallows for years. Uh, we need a break. Yeah. We need a break. And then, uh, for our feature presentation, uh, we are doing... Trailers. Movie previews, trailers. yes, coming attractions, 10 fantastic coming attractions, movie trailers, Blow whatever you want to call it. And I, I think that's going to be a lot of fun because trailers have really evolved over the decades, absolutely. Um, and that's kind of what I was had, had learned when I was doing research for So I have so many favorite movies in the 80s and 90s, but you know, trailers in those days aren't good, it was, it was hard to put together. A, there were, I mean, you could, I, I feel like in doing my research for this, it was a lot easier to tell the really good ones from the really not good ones. <clears throat> yeah. And it's called If You Have Taste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that for our feature presentation. And then we're going to follow things up to carry you over to the next episode with another edition of what? You haven't seen that? Wait a minute. Mitch, what, what the hell, man? 
I'm going to edit this out so that don't look like a deep No, I'm, ha- I'm here hanging with my jaw. Open. Do that again. And for the final segment, we're going to finish it off with a... What? You haven't seen that? Oh, yeah! All right. <laughs> That's that little John fellow. Here it is. He's diminutive. He's got that crunk. Yes. He's a fan of the crunk. crunk. He, had, he had an energy drink called Crunk Juice. Drank it one time. It was not good. It uh, was not. That, it couldn't have been good. Nope. Tasted like real little bits of Little John. <laughs> I didn't need that in my life. Beeswax from his uh, his dreads. Yeah, he, he would shake. He would shake a little bit. Unappealing. And, yeah, he guaranteed it. Like Just they a, begged him not to, but he kind of insisted. And honestly, I didn't feel any more crunk after I drank it. Yeah, but you know what the bad thing is? Is like he could have just done that and been satisfied, but he felt the need to advertise it. Yeah, and I was just. It's a, it was an unforced mm. error. As well as. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that is precisely what that was. Uh, so, but yeah, so that's if you did if you don't know because we haven't done one in a few weeks, episodes, months, whatever. In case you yes. don't know, that's when Adam and I <clears> take <throat> a movie. Generally, it's a classic movie uh, that we just have never gotten around to seeing, and we're going to watch it, and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. Uh, to see, you know, was it worth the wait? Yes. Was it all it was cracked up to be? Or was it a piece of crap and people were wrong all along? Uh, that, but I feel like this this has sort of strayed, that that whole topic has strayed to like, it doesn't even have to be a classic anymore. It's just something you've heard of and you've loose, never seen it. Loose parameters. That's, loose, all. that's all about that's what it. we do. Just loose. We got loose parameters here on, yep. on the Cinemasters of the Universe. Loose. We're just a couple of loose guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... That's going to take us back up to the scene it. And I don't have a sound effect yet for scene it. Seen it! Ah! I just made that one up right just now. Just Regis, just say something Seen it! Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, so how we're going to do this is, I guess we'll just, let's do all ten questions. Okay. Okay, we won't trade off. Okay. And um, we don't know what's coming at all. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous. But I think what we both did was we we kind of had a we created a theme for the questions. I think that's cool. Um, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll go first since you're nervous. So you okay. you can read ask, me questions. Yeah, questions. you ask the questions. <clears throat> you actually have index cards, have which index is cards. absolutely amazing. I wrote uh, and I wrote nicely too. Oh, nice. At least on the side that people will see. Okay. So here's here's question. Number one. In in the nineteen eighties, how many movies did John Hughes direct? I have multiple multiple choice. Okay, good. Six, seven, eight, or nine. See, I'm thinking like it couldn't be nine because I don't really know like what he would have directed in the early early eighties. I feel like he hit his stride like in the like 85, 86, like that that was as well. But he he very well could have been making like two movies a year. Uh what what were the possibilities again? Six, seven, eight, or nine. Can I even can I even think of the titles? You got uh, Pretty in Pink, you got Breakfast Club, you got uh, some of these he might have just produced also you know like they weren't necessarily in that Brat Pack they were in everything together so, all right, I'm just going to guess I'm going to say uh, six is that your final answer? yeah that's my final answer the answer is actually B7 ah. he, he directed a total of eight movies All right. his well, final one was Curly Sue in 1991 but seven of his eight Jesus were in the, Christ in with the James Belushi yes mm. and that, that girl I wonder if that little girl's hot now she could be. She could be. 
<laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked in with her. Okay, I'm 0 for 1. I didn't start Sorry. out very well, but that, that's right. a tricky one. That's a really <clears> tough one. That was, that was one of the things I really, I, I like, okay, I was having some internal struggle because I know in my recasting choices, I've given you some hard things. I wanted to kind of test, I didn't want it to be like, hey, who was in this, who was in Breakfast Club? And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, it's super easy. That's you're like, maintaining the status quo. <laughs> I wanted to make it a, li a little bit difficult, but I didn't want to make it. It was like, how do I walk the line? Now, did you have the seven movies written down? By I did any not. Chance? Okay, okay. Um, I should have. No, that's okay. That no. would have been that extra mile. That would have. But we're, I, that's I not our style. I failed. <laughs> it's not our style. I'm used to failing. <laughs> All right, what's question number two? Question Sarah? number two is Indiana Jones. This is an Indiana Jones question. Oh my God, I love Indiana Jones. <clears throat> okay. uh, name three actors other than Harrison Ford in the 80s indie movies. Three actors other than, and okay. it, but it has to be the '80s movies. Yes, not the abomination that happened later. The Crystal Skull. Kate Capshaw, Karen Black, and Sean Connery. I, I will. I will get. It was Karen Allen, but I will get that too. Oh, okay. Thank you. Too. I'm terrible with names. That's, this is like I was so scared because <clears throat> I'm awful with names. I never remember the names, and you're like, I, you expect me to know the names? This is awful. I, I even included Allison Duty because her last name is Duty. <laughs> you just want, I had to say Duty in the podcast. <clears throat> <Duty>. <laughs> All right, I'm one for two, yes. man. I'm batting 500 yes. so far. This is excellent. We just stop. You're an All Star. I am an All Star. All right, ready for <clears throat> next. All right. All right, Kayla, this, is, this is a Back to the Future question. Oh my gosh, it is yes. true false. So this is an 80s theme yeah, set of I went, questions. I went with sure. 80s, 80, yeah. big 80s properties. Mm. True false. Let's get a 50% chance right off the bat. I like those odds. Uh, true false. Michael J. Fox is the only actor to play Marty McFly. <sighs> Are we talking like live action or anything? Just um, can is animated included in that? No, it's, it's so we're, it has to be like live action. Okay. Yes, but it doesn't necessarily mean it was in the movies. You you might not have seen him in the movie. Was he the only Marty McFly, only actor that ever played? Marty I mean, Marty the only McFly. thing. Oh wait, wait. Okay, wait. Are you talking about the Eric Stoltz thing? That is correct. Ah, yes! That is correct. I was so psyched out because I was like, is he digging as deep as like, you know, uh, there was an actor on the Universal Tour that played Marty McFly that no. wasn't, okay. No, but you you are correct, Eric Stoltz. Oh, uh, yes, He filmed yes. as Marty McFly for, for five weeks before they recast him. Yeah, I tell you what, if I had missed that, all of my cred would have just shot <clears> the door, <throat> right out the window. And I, well, I was thinking like, maybe you were talking about the animated series as well, so. Okay, okay. I'm glad I thought that through out yes. loud and didn't just immediately answer my question because you were giving me a little bit of a, a helpline there. I appreciate that. It's all right. It's all right. That's all right. right. Question all right. four, man. <clears throat> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions. I think, I think I'm hoping this one is a little easier side. Might not be for the kids at home. Okay. All right. Yeah. If, but you're, I think... if you're on the younger side, you probably aren't watching this, but you <clears throat> might be. What is the name of the gas station Bill and Ted are at when Rufus shows up? That gas station is where I like to buy my Polar Pops every day, and it's something is afoot at the Circle K. That is correct, sir. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> oh, dude, what am I, like three for four now? Yes, 750. Holy crap, that is yeah. some good math skills right there. That's right. That's the extent of my math skill. Like, once you start getting out of quarters. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, man. So we're right. halfway. This is the halfway point, actually. <clears throat> this is a National Lampoon's vacation. All right, man. I like this scene. This is fantastic. What is Clark Griswold's middle name? There are choices. Oh, okay. Thank God. Wayne, Wallace, Winston, or Wilhelm. I just know the W, and I was hoping you'd do some different, like, first letter names. It's like, if he if he just has one W name, I'm golden. But you went four, four w. w names. Uh, I, I don't know this. I don't even remember where they would have actually even said that in any of the movies. Although, I, I they must have. Uh, I'm going to say Will, Wilhelm. You are correct. Yes. Sir. Clark Wilhelm Griswold Jr. Ugh. It sounds kind of German. It does. And, uh, you know, they, of course, European vacation. He visited his, uh, his relatives in he Germany. Did. So that's, that's, that was my you, line of thought. You noodled that one out. Like, a little bit. I like the direction like, you took. Thank you. All right, ready for the next one? This is All question right. six. The Shining. What is the name of the hotel in The Shining? You know, anytime I, I hear The Shining, I just think of Room 237. Like that's what pops into my mind, my mind. but I, I think it's the Overlook Hotel. You are correct. Yeah, okay. Sir. The yes. Overlook Hotel is correct. Yes. Yes. You're doing quite well here. Thank you. Thank you. All See, right. now I'm even more nervous because if I don't yours, do as well. Yours, now, here's the thing. You are like up here, you retain things. I do. And uh, my my questions are going to maybe seem a bit harder, but there are, mul there are several multiple choice okay. questions. So uh, I, I'm feeling bad. Like you're you're serving up like you know pretty reasonably like difficulty level for me questions, and I'm killing it so far. I'm gonna look like a fraud. <laughs> Not at all, sir. Not uh, at all. I'm a fraud. Okay. All right. Ready for the all next right. question. This is a Ghostbusters two question. All right. Too hot to handle. Too cold to hold. Which singer's music gave the pink slime a positive response? And allow the Statue of Liberty to move. There are options. This is a okay, choice. good. Because I know I know the first name, but I couldn't remember the last name. Then Hit you me. will. Then you will probably get this quite good. quite easily. Good. Because they are not all the same first name. Okay, thank um, the Lord. <laughs> Jackie Wilson, uh -huh. Sam Cooke, uh -huh. Paul Simon, yep. or Phil Collins. I actually would have loved it if it was Phil Collins. And like they were doing this as a studio, like that would have been would have made amazing. Everybody happy, <laughs> but it was Jackie. It was Jackie yeah. Wilson. Yes, that is correct. Because uh, even like Bill Murray says something like <clears throat> you know, to that effect. Interestingly enough, in in my research for that, uh, Jackie Wilson, when they are using the toaster, mm -hmm. it is the Jackie Wilson version. Um, Howard Huntsbury mm. sang uh, sang the song when it was actually when they were actually in the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Perfect. But they passed it off as Jackie Wilson. Jackie could have done it. He I would have been have. perfectly happy with that version. Whatever. They they had to they had to pad the soundtrack, okay, I guess. Right. They versions. had him on they had him on contract. They had to do it. <clears throat> Somebody had photos, naked photos, that's all I'm saying. Ooh. Whew. Okay, next question. All right. This what is question it. are we on now? This I've, I've, this is seven, I believe, because I have two okay. more. Yes. Dude, I love the index card thing. Now I'm gonna have to go get some now. 
uh, the uh, relatively expensive copies of yeah. Target. You can get a lot of index cards for a relatively cheap. Yeah, yeah. like 49 cents, 49 65 cents. cents. Okay. Something that was measured in cents. Okay, are the, are the answers on the back? Yes. So can people actually see uh, on in, in the picture, I wonder? Maybe, maybe. I mean, if it's they, possible. If you can, stop cheating. <laughs> Don't cheat. Cheaters. Don't cheat. <laughs> Okay. This, this is a Ferris Bueller's Day Off question. Oh, one of my all-time favorite movies. I have. I better get this. It's it's a true false. Okay. So I got a fifty-fifty uh, shot. True or false? Okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off was Christy Swanson's film debut. False. That is correct. It was E.T., right? Uh, Pretty in Pink. Oh, Pretty in Pink. Okay. Pretty in Pink. She was in Pretty in Pink. Um, Stop that music now. <laughs> uh, bitch. Dream. Some of the West Craven. But she was an E.T., correct? Wasn't um, she the one that was giving Henry Thomas the little eye? You know, like, cute and, uh, cute and him up? I'm not sure. Okay. Because I hate that movie. Mm. Um, I would, you were jealous of Henry Thomas. That's why. You're deep hatred I've for I've never Henry been Thomas. jealous of Henry Thomas. Other than the fact that I, I'm jealous that... Uh, <laughs> That he's not dead. <laughs> oh God! Oh Lord, Henry Thomas. Yeah, come don't, fight him. Don't care for you, Henry Thomas. Yeah. I love you, Henry. I lo I love you. I, I, that'll be a fight that it's gonna. I would be conflicted with that. You know, if you kill him, you have to take Adam's you gotta take place. My spot. You got to take his place in everything that I do. <laughs> you got to come work at the marshmallow bag everything. factory. You don't know all of my responsibilities. But hey, an opportunity will arise for that lucrative mixed bag Yes, you could be venture. in a mixed bag venture. Do it. Ground floor opportunity. I mean, don't kill him, but if you do, you just got to know that you have to do that. This is a legally binding contract yeah. right now with and this we, video Chuck Norris will, and podcast. We'll enforce it in a court we do. of law. We, we have our lawyer on retainer. Yep. He's out back wrestling. He's looking for a, a raccoon He's right this moment. He's wrestling some raccoons. You know, he'll do it just for leather. Yeah. Just leather. Just odd pieces of, of used, <laughs> gently used leather. He just bites into it. That's all he does. It's like beef jerky to him. Yeah. Least. He can eat, can eat it like he beef does. jerky. He does. You should watch it sometimes. It's, it's a little off-putting, but at the same time impressive. I think he's going he's gonna to start an ASMR channel of him just eating leather belts. I would watch that all day long. Oh, man. I all would, day long, for sure. All day long. I would be subscriber number one. Okay, ready for the all next right. one? This is question number nine. Holy cow. Um, what if I'm seven for eight so Yes. Far. Right, yes, okay. I'm god tier at this point. <laughs> yes, you're, you're, you're blowing me out of the water. Ooh, no, 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 not yet, this, not yet, because you you should be an expert at the uh, subject matter. This is this is big. Oh, okay, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Uh, what was the name of the machine who turned Josh Baskins big? This is just a know the answer question. Huh? Yes, it is. Damn. Okay. I'm picturing it in my mind right now, and I've actually even seen one of these in real life, like it, it, like Myrtle Beach. And I, I, I know it's like a Z name. I, well, I, I don't know, but I think it's a Z name. Um, but I could be, I could also be completely wrong about that. It could be, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably way off. I think I'm thinking about it something else. I'm gonna just say like Zoltan. Zoltar. Zoltar speaks. All right. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I want to give it to you though, because really, the difference between an R and an N is like not even a full line. <sighs> well, I didn't get the speaks thing either. Well, I was going to give it to you even if you didn't say speaks. Oh, okay. Most well, people that, that would have been I. I would have agreed with you on that, but because the actual name, I, I have. It's like half credit. Like I, I wanted to double check. 
So when I yeah. went and looked, because I, I, I knew it was Zoltar, but I was like, yeah. so I went and looked and it says Zoltar speaks on the machine. Um, okay. But yes. I, I was thinking Zoltar, but there's, there's <clears throat> a movie that I was pretty confident in leaning towards that a little bit, but there's this movie called Dude, Where's My Car? There is, I've seen that movie. And there's like the little, the little cult guys who would do like Zolt, Zoltan or whatever. Like yes. they would do like the little thing. And it, it, it screwed it me up. It permeated your mind. Yeah, it screwed me up. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just thinking about dude, where's my car? What's wrong be. with me? Most of the time I am. Okay. <laughs> just that scene where like Sean William Scott and uh, the other dude. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, just Frenching. Yep. Trying to, trying to impress you. got their tattoos. Yeah, dude. And then there's the, the drive-thru. No, no and then. Too. Yeah. No and then. No and then. <laughs> no and then. And then and then and then. Yeah. I, I dig that movie. I watch it. It was a fun time. I, I do remember the first good time. Good soundtrack, too, by the way. It was a good soundtrack. Um, Jennifer Garner was in that movie. Yes, and Lacey Chabert. She was the other girlfriend, I think. Hmm. <clears throat> she was cute. I thought she had like a chance to be the new, the next generation of uh, Nev Campbell, kind of. You know, because they had that party of five connections. That's right. She was Fetch, wasn't she? The girl she that was. was like, Fetch isn't going to happen. Okay, so is this... All right, this is the last question. It's a right. diehard question. So I'm 749, and I got a diehard question to yes. help bring me up to 80%. We'll, we'll give you seven and a half. Now, I what did I say that I, I would have been happy with? Um, I, I don't remember. I think it was 60%. All right, you've already... I'm already, you've already, I'm already pleased with you're myself. You're already shining. I'm already, you're a shining star. Just like, just like Dirk Diggler. Yep. Okay, here we go. So diehard... This is a, it's a multiple choice. Okay. Uh, what floor of the Nakatomi Plaza building did Holly Gennaro, aka Holly McLean, work on? 32, 31, 30, or 29? Ah, <laughs> oh, this is such a tough question. Scanning my brain. Would I even pay attention to a little detail like that? That That is like, you know, Trivial Pursuit Diehard Edition level detail right there. There are a number of people who know that answer and they're screaming it, I'm sure, right now. I think if you ask Bruce Willis, I don't know that he would just be like, oh, it's this. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt Bruce is going to know the answer no. to this. Um, I don't know why. I'm not exactly sure why it's in my head, but I'm, I'm thinking 31st floor. 31st? Yeah. It was. Is that your final answer? Well, now I'm not so sure. Yes, that's my final answer. It was it was thirty. Ah. You were one floor away. Well, I had a I had a twenty five percent chance. Yes. Still not bad. Uh, seven out of ten. Seven and a half. Seven, you, oh, you're gonna give me a half. I'm gonna give you at it's least very, a half if you want. Let me give you the full you. credit for it. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. Like, I want to continue up with the. Uh, you know, Mitch is our engineer, but he is he's technically blinded right now. So he's in a full body cast. I, I have to be sitting in a... I have to sit back in as engineer duty, but I want to. I'm going to read my questions off my phone, and I'm going to do my sound effects here in the lap. All right, so here is your theme, sir. Who's your favorite actor of all time? This isn't a question. I just want to ask you, who is your favorite actor? Darren McGavin. I have 10 questions tailored to Darren McGavin. <laughs> oh, oh, this is good. Yes. Yes. No, well, I, your second favorite, I would guess, is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes. If you're going silver medal, yeah. Would, silver he's going to get the silver uh, okay. when, it, when it can't be Gavin. Um, and like I said, some of these are multiple choice. Actually, I'm looking at these now, and a couple aren't. You're, if you, if you sweep this, you are a god. I'm going to have to know stuff. 
I expect I have high expectations for you. I hold you in the highest regard of remembering stuff. There's no pressure. No pressure, None. by the way. <laughs> I'll just be uh, I'll just be a useless human shell. <laughs> if I get this wrong. My goal wasn't to depress you leaving tonight. It's all right. I was already depressed. So. Oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe this will have an just, opposite effect. Yeah, maybe I'll feel better. Hey, I don't know everything <laughs> there is about Ryan Reynolds. There's hope. I can, Fake laugh. I can I pop out of here with a, with a pep in my step. Okay, so these are 10 questions related right. to Ryan Reynolds, that beautiful, wonderful man, that wonderful Canadian. What was Ryan Reynolds' character's name in the 2005 comedy, Waiting? Was it A, Monty, B, Jimmy, C, Zach, or D, Jack? First of all, you've seen the movie, right? You I have it. seen the movie. Yeah. Yes. Is that where you a fan of Waiting? Is that I, I am. I am a fan of Waiting. I love that movie. It's it's probably been a year or so since I've watched. Oh, Waiting. okay. So it's more recently than I have, um, I guess. Yeah. It's had a couple sequels. I it did. Um, Sands Reynolds. Yeah, he was only in the first one, and I I really I really feel like Monty um, was his was his name. Now I'm gonna go with Monty. But there's tw there's a tinge of uncertainty in your voice. There, there is, but uh, it's it's only because I just don't defend it. Monty to me, I like I feel like Monty is the right answer. Okay, but uh, so your answer is a Monty. I'm going with Monty. You are correct. Okay, I was going to say if I missed the first one, I'll just, I'll just leave. I'll just leave right now. Uh, and uh, see, I thought that was one of the easier ones. That's this no, is going to be oh, rough. Great. Oh great! Oh great! I'm gonna. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for question number two? All right, let's 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 do this. All right. It's your second Ryan Reynolds question. You're one for one so far. You're perfect. Name the late 90s comedy Ryan Reynolds started, starred in uh, that aired 81 episodes. You just have to know it. It was a network television show. An ABC network television uh, show? Yeah, I believe it was. Featuring uh, Trailer Howard as well as the girl. I don't know. <laughs> I, believe she, I believe Trailer Howard was the girl. Judging from your extraneous knowledge of what we're talking about here, I'm going to say you know the answer. I don't know who played the pizza place. <laughs> it was a pizza hut. He did have a spinoff. It's well known. Um, he, had a, he had a sketch on Saturday Night Live. Um, but, uh, well, let me ask you this. How many guys and how many girls were there? There were two guys, uh -huh. uh, one girl, and then there was a pizza place. Okay. Eventually, the pizza place exited the show, and it was just the two guys and a girl. <laughs> But, Contract uh, dispute. You yes. wanted a million per. I mean, it's just a building. Can't do that, man. Mm -mm. Can't do that. Not by the slice. Okay. So, since you're such a fan, I got another question involving okay. that wonderful show. Oh, great. It's been a long time since I watched you, it. You were showing off. You were doing a little showboating. So, let's see if you know. Damn it. So, Damn it. You know what's coming. Name the actor who played the other guy. Oh. <laughs> Is this a multiple choice or I just have I'm it? sorry, it's not. Oh, it should have yeah. been. It should have been. Ah. <laughs> I would never pull this on like 99% of the population. I, I don't I don't even think I could. Like, I'm, I'm, but you seem to study IMDB pages like you're taking a test. I, there's a lot of stuff that I retain. If you had asked me what the girl's name was, I would have known the girl because it was Trailer Howard. Cool. Clearly. Oh. I may have to just give you a bonus point for knowing that. 
Chad. Uh, All right. Rickman. Keep, keep Chad it. Rickman. Is it Chad Rickman? Are, are you thinking Chad Rickman? Are you are you just channeling something right now? <laughs> uh, is there a guy parked in a van with like a, a not so clear radio signal and he's trying to give you the answer? Is but your, it's, uh, Dr. Dr. Jim Richards. Dr. Jim Richards. Oh. Richard Ricolo. Yeah, wouldn't have pulled that out in a yeah. hundred years. Damn it. I'm sorry, man. That Damn that it. was that was the obnoxiously hard question right there. All right, well, at least I've gotten past that. Yeah, you're past that. Okay. Question number four for Ryan Reynolds. Which of the following shows has Ryan Reynolds not worked on? Because he's done a lot of television work. He has done a lot of television work. Well before he was a movie star. Okay, was it A, Scrubs? B, The X-Files? C, The Simpsons, or D, Lonesome Dove, The Outlaw Years. <laughs> Could you just see him starred in Lonesome Dove? I really can. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, he can grow a beard and look tough. When Lonesome, he would have been a kid when Lonesome Dove. Well, it says um, the outlaw years here, oh, so like, years. that could um, be a spinoff. Yeah, it could have been a spinoff. Could have been a spinoff. And unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't see much of Lone's Lone's and Dove. The outlaw. <laughs> you missed those episodes. I missed, I missed huh? those. Too busy so, watching two guys a girl on a pizza. I have. I own that series on DVD. Um, I just gave credit to a pizza and not a pizza shop. That's right. <laughs> the pizza did most of the work. The shop was just there. Yeah. The shop facilitated the pizza. All right, so um, Scrubs, uh, X-Files, The Simpsons, or Lonesome Dove. Mm -hmm. Which one was he n never on? No credits on this particular show. X-Files, X-Files, he would have been a kid, right? I, th I think so, yeah. Because that, 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 you know, series. Now, although there were, there was a, a re, you know, they the, recently the, yeah. had a new uh, episodes. But series. he would have been too big for those. I, I feel you like. would think you might have heard about that. Yeah. Because um, that's pretty recently, last three years or so. So so if it's not clear, I don't just outright know this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, it's not just jumping. For, you're going to have to assess this one out a little bit. Because uh, the, Simpson, the Simpsons, I'm I'm almost positive. There are, there are three very distinctly different genres of television yeah. here. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I know he's been on Family Guy. Yes. Um, so I feel like... There's a Fox animation relationship there that, um, uh, and I, so I feel like The Simpsons is, is definitely one. There's Scrubs, been over 30 seasons of The Simpsons, yeah. and one could possibly not watch every episode. Yeah. Scrubs, it that feels like his brand of comedy. It does. I, I I was I enjoyed the show, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan. It, it wears its it, welcome out after so many seasons. I, I yeah I, I didn't I didn't watch it, uh, dedicatedly. Uh, but it feels like I was gonna say I'm gonna run out of question music. That's all right. Let me let me get that going again. I'm noodle. I'm noodling. Here. Just keep just keep just keep noodling along here. So at Scrubs Scrubs feels right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be angry at Scrubs Scrubs the answers. Now now I'm gonna go back and forth between X Files and Lonesome Dove. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just sort of assumed that Lonesome Dove was a given there. You just haven't really spoken about it at all. Of course he's on Lonesome Dove. The Outlaw Years. I, it, uh, knowing Ryan, it feels like he, he would just be like, you know what, I want to be on an episode of Lonesome Dove just to yeah. have it in the credits. So I, yeah, actors do that. Kind but of you know, X Files would have been 
it would have been in the years when I'm mean, like Patrick Renna, um, who uh, played uh, the great Hambino from uh, The Sandlot. He was in an episode of X Files. Okay, now your your knowledge of all these other things is not going to help you out no, in this situation. No, it's not. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> um, so I, my answer is the one he was not on, right? Correct. Uh, the the irony of it aside, I'm, I'm going to go Lonesome Dove. Your final answer? My final answer. And I'm uh, he was never on The Simpsons. Really? Really. I find that to be amazing. It's it's true. That is, You're right, he was. And I was looking over the credits, and uh, he indeed was on Family Guy. But, you know... And because of that, that was an excellent point you made that he like, there could be a Fox connection. Yes. But, but I barely not. But I Just failed. a Seth MacFarlane love because he's in all of those movies of Seth's he as is. well. All right. So you're batting, you're batting 500 at this point. You're batting 500. That's respectable because these are not... I'm these are not questions. These are not beginner level questions. These are advanced. Okay. Question five. What actor played Ryan Reynolds' rival to win the affection of Amy Smart in the 2005 comedy, Just Friends. And you just gotta know the answer. <clears throat> just the actor? Yes, the actor. Okay. Um, not Dusty. Um, There's a mean spin on this. <laughs> <clears throat> He's not done a lot in recent years. Uh, no. um, probably, no. probably his biggest role was um, American Pie, mm. I feel like. He had a few things in there. Um, but that would be Chris Klein. Yes, you are correct. Dusty Dinkleman. <laughs> Dusty Dinkleman. I absolutely love that bit. Whoa, music. Stop it. Stop. I apologize. Such such a just such <laughs> such an <sighs> amateur shop we have running here. All right, so you've nailed three out of five. Right, you're you're, five. you're doing very five. respectful. Three out of five. Three out of five. You're very respectful. Okay. Question nice. number six. This is a multiple choice question. Okay. Okay. Which of the following leading men has Ryan Reynolds never worked with? He's worked with a lot of them. He has. Some big names. Movie stars. Has he never worked with A, Denzel Washington, B, Jake Gyllenhaal, C, Jeff Bridges, or D, Brad Pitt? Uh, it, it, what, what really made me happy as you're as you're reading each of those names, yeah. is as you went through the first three names, I knew each movie that he was in with each of those. Okay, names. all right. So that right. that that made me happy. I was like, ah, oh, he's, he's done a lot of movies. So we're we're back in film territory. This is your which wheelhouse. Which is which is yeah. good because yeah. he did Safe House with Denzel Washington. Yes, yes, he did. And he did um, what was the second? Uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. He did Life. Correct. With Jake Gyllenhaal. He did R.I.P.D. with Jeff Bridges. You got it, man. Uh, so he never worked with Brad Pitt. Boom. <laughs> Proud of you. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that one. Okay. Question seven. We're, seven. we're sticking in movie land. All right. Seven. All right. Name the two 2013 animated movies Reynolds lent his voice to. And you just got to know the answer. Just got to know the answer. Got to know the answer. There were two animated films in 2013 that he was in. Oh, 
I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, both of them were DreamWorks. I think you're right. Um, maybe a contractual obligation there. Um, and he's a sequel to one of them coming out, I think, next year. Heard that. Um, with Nick Cage. With Nick Cage. Emma Stone. I should hope so. Great. This is probably one of the better animated movies. It's a good one. Done. It's the I Croods. enjoyed it. Yes, The Croods. Can you name the other? Um, it was, it was, I think it may have been the first time he worked with Sam Jackson um, in uh, Turbo. Mm, about, you about got it, man. Very well done, sir. Very well done. Okay. All right. All right. Three to go. All right. Three more. So let's see. You've gotten five out of seven. Five out of Very seven. respectable. These five are not easy questions. Okay. Ready for the next one. All right. Which of the following jobs has Ryan never had in Hollywood? Was it A, a producer, B, director, C, writer, or D, singer? Which one of those does he not have a credit for? At least on IMDb. I know he has a credit as a producer and as a writer on the Deadpool movies. You're correct. Um, so that leaves two others. Director and singer. Yeah. Has he ever directed anything? He's been in a lot of independent type movies. Who would probably be happy to give him a job. But is he a singer? I'm trying to think because I could see him being a part of a soundtrack, like a song that he sang in a movie. Because um, in Hitman's Bodyguard, I really wish they would have released a rendition of uh, the Ace of Base song. That, <laughs> that would have been great, yeah. I would have loved that. Because yeah. Sam Jackson's on the soundtrack. Um, Is he now? Yes. And not lost, I mean, you own the Hitman's Bodyguard soundtrack. I do own the soundtrack <laughs> and the DVD and... Um, posters um it's your sixth favorite movie of all it time. is my sixth favorite movie of all time uh i i feel like i don't think he has a director's credit now I, i'm hoping i'm not missing like a short that he did because i don't i can't think of a film that yeah. he necessarily directed. and a short would it be an a short would be a director it would credit. be a credit yep but i feel like it's more likely that he participated in a song on a soundtrack. He's a kind of like a go for anything type guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, he's never been a director. As strange as it may seem, with a lot of big stars wanting to move into directing, he has never directed. <laughs> I now, was, I he was, has like two singing credits. Uh, I, I think it, one was for an animated film and okay. I didn't really recognize. I think it might have been a Deadpool something or other. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, okay, well, has, he, has he sang something? Did they give him a credit for... I was, I was like, oh. This next one is mean as hell, but okay. you're just the kind of guy who might know this kind so of thing. So I'm, I'm six for eight? You're six for eight? Six for eight, okay. You're, you're approaching what I scored okay. and your questions were harder. Okay. To be me. fair, though, you know a lot about Ryan Reynolds. I love me some Ryan Reynolds. I love you some Ryan Reynolds. Okay. In the 2010 movie, Buried, Ryan is buried alive. Name the phobia of being buried alive. And you get multiple choice. Okay, good. Because it's like, <laughs> um... 
I wanted to give you like a second to pull it out of your ass if like you do it. That would have been so impressive. Okay, so here it's a multiple choice. Okay. Is it A, Lenona phobia, B, anemophobia, C, tahapophobia, or tapophobia? Sorry if I'm mispronouncing some of these. Or D, sandophobia. What is the phobia of being buried alive? Oh. Would you like me to read those over again? Linophobia? Yeah, linophobia. Hemophobia. Uh, Hemophobia. Tapophobia. Tapophobia. Sandophobia. Sandophobia sounds made up, but I don't know because there's a lot of weird. Well, things. yeah, these these are crazy. I mean, there's so um, many. There's a there's like shockingly phobias for everything. I Literally was, everything. I was hoping you'd slip coolrophobia in there because it's a fear of clowns, and I know that one. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Well, so too I bad he wasn't in some sort of clown-themed movie yet. Anemophobia <laughs> um, sounds like it has something to do with blood. Mm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to go back to my my uh, high school Latin. A lot mm. of phobias are named after Latin. Words. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, Look at the brain on this guy. Look at the brain on Brad. <laughs> Did that break your You're wrong. You're wrong, but I mean, like, it sounds good. It sounds good. <laughs> I can see your logic following um, you. So, linophobia and... I'm just... I'm gonna... I, I got a 25% chance. Um, so I'm gonna have to... Um, when in doubt, go with C. So what... A, Whatever C was. Tapophobia? Tapophobia. You got it right. <laughs> That's the irrational fear of being buried alive. Uh, Linophobia is the fear of strings. Okay. Anemophobia is the fear of wind. Huh. Sandophobia is fear of Sandra Bullock. Ah. <laughs> I knew, I knew you that. You sniffed that I one out. I was like, oh, wait a minute here. <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay, so what? You're you're seven out of nine. Seven out of nine. So if you answer this one correct, I could, I could get eight, eight out of ten. And I think you have a really good shot of getting this last one correct. <sighs> it's good. It's one of those you got to know the answer ones though. All right. So don't blow it. Damn it. Just extra pressure. You could be the champion if you I'm answer this correctly. Let it, just let or if there's a, if there's a scenario where I decide to give you a half point. I'm gonna have to move to another town again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Name the five comic book movies Ryan has starred in. Five comic books, like Deadpool and Deadpool 2? That's two right there. Okay, X-Men, Wolverine Origins. That's three. Um, Green Lantern. That's four, what's the last one? R.I.P.D. Oh shit, you know what? I'm gonna have to give it to you because I that's like graphic novel or something, yeah. isn't it? Let me, well, let me think. There's if, one other, actually. There's one other, so they, there um, should be six comic book props. You're correct. You already have the answer correct. Uh, Let's see if you get bonus points for naming that one I that I, already, that I actually wrote down. Um, you got five seconds. Five. Uh, I'm not going to come up with it five seconds. Four. That's even more pressure. Three. <laughs> Paperman. Uh, Blade Trinity. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Blade Trinity. So if I hadn't messed up and I'd put six in, you might have slipped up and gotten I, it wrong. I might have. But as it stands, you're the champion. Yes! Eight out of ten correct. In the first, seen it. 
I didn't really see it as a competition, but it, it everything's a competition. We're no. We're both winners. We're both winners. Yay. And you all are winners. Yeah. Uh for listening and watching and or yeah. watching. I hope you watch then go back and listen. Yeah. You should be listening and watching. Why would you not listen if you're watching? You mute us. I can I sh- understand. I should we should have told you at the front end, just pause it and answer the question yourself. But now that I'm telling you after you've watched all of them, it kind of kind of kind of ruins that. <laughs> so this I, that was unhelpful. How did was, you guys do out there listening? Uh, you know, let us know, like comment if you if you did better than Adam. If you beat me, if you beat Adam's eight for ten, let us know on Ryan Reynolds' trivia. Don't be a dirty liar. Yeah, you're the also, Ryan Reynolds champion, man. I give it to you. You one one was like an impossible feat, and uh, what was the other one you didn't know? Uh, the, the, the the name of the guy, the other guy from that's the one I remembered. Yeah, what was the and other then, one? You um, what was the other one I messed up? Oh, I don't remember now. I gotta pull up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, cool. That was fun. That was fun. I, I rather enjoyed that. We, we have fun segments, don't we? We're fun guys. Yes, we are. There's a mushroom joke in there somewhere. <laughs> mushroom jokes. Mushroom jokes. <laughs> Feature presentation time. So as we said at the top of the episode, this is where we're going to actually uh, discuss 10, ten of our of the best movie trailers. Yeah. We've seen them all. Yeah. It's not a movie trailer that you've made out there that we haven't seen a bunch of times. Yep, we watched them all. Whether it be in the theaters or whether it be on the internet, we are, we are movie trailer experts. We are. I'm going to give it an opportunity to finish up there. Love that theme. It's a great song. It's classic. Just takes right. you back to a different era. So what we're gonna do is um, Adam and I are gonna we're gonna go one and one after the other. We're gonna go, we're gonna rotate like we normally do, and we're gonna watch the trailer. We're gonna do it. We're gonna we're try, we're gonna we're actually gonna try like you know <clears throat> I mean I watched all the trailers again. Yes. That you know I uh, I had said, uh, but you know do we do we really need to watch the trailers? Like we've seen them so many times. We, we don't have to. I feel like some of these trailers have music in them that are copyrighted. There could so, be. So yeah, maybe, maybe we'll uh, just just Google the trailers if you yes. haven't seen them. Use Google. These are bona fide, amazing trailers. Yes. I'm going to vouch for them all right now. No bad trailers in this bunch. Nope. Okay, Adam. Uh, I guess you started out with the game, reading me the questions. Yes. So how about uh, I'll start out with Do the it. trailers. Do it, Doug. <laughs> Some obscure Mallrats line there. I love to use. That's badass. Okay, so my first trailer um, I saw, I think, during uh, the first time I saw Transformers, the movie, the, the Michael Bay first one, the good one. And uh, it, it blew me away. Uh, I, I and, and the guy who was behind it was relatively kind of new to me. I didn't know a lot about him. Uh, but the, the trailer was so epic because you just didn't know what it, the hell it was, what it was doing or where it was going. And that's the uh, 2000, I don't know if I have that, I think it's 2008. Sorry if I don't have the year right, but Cloverfield. Ah. Oh, T.J. Miller was in that. He was. That was T.J. Miller's, like, big breakout role. And uh, was, um, was uh, gosh, what's her, was Rosie, oh, Rosario Dawson in that? Maybe not. I can't remember. All I know is that, like, not really too many people broke from that movie. No. But, yeah, that's J.J. Abrams, that. I feel like that was the first big hit for JJ in in, in film, and I would I would even venture to say that his advertising campaign for the movie 
may have gone over better than the movie itself. Mm. The um, interesting. Just just because I I enjoyed the movie, mm-hmm. but I, I also one of the things I remember about that movie was that was one of the first times I remember hearing about people with that uh, that uh, motion sickness. The, the motion sickness. Yeah, that, that was that, that was, it affected a lot of people. That was one that really messed with people. I I, I didn't ever get me, but okay. Um, so I was going to say, was that the reason why you didn't <clears throat> necessarily love it? But I I was I was I was left wanting more. Because I felt like I didn't get to see the monster very much. That I think was a um, was probably the biggest critique the film had. But it it wasn't like oh this movie sucks. It was just it left me wanting more. I have a Jane lot of love it. for that movie Cloverfield. I know we're talking about trailers, and we'll 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 talk about the what happens in the trailer. But one of the reasons why I love Cloverfield so much is this universe that they've kind of cobbled together. There are a lot of lot of little like they their viral marketing for this movie was. On par with Blair Witch, like it was really good. It was really impressive. They left a trail of breadcrumbs crumbs for you to follow as long for as far as you cared to go. It was one of the most guerrilla advertising campaigns I think I could recall for any movie. Each of the characters had a Facebook page that you could actually go back and read through their uh, their timeline. Yep, and there would be like little mentions of things that were going to be happening in the movie, little things that. It was just like supplemental scenes, but they were. It was a real Facebook page. I, I appreciated the attention to detail there. That was really pretty impressive. There were a lot of theories up yep. on where the monster came from, what it was. Um, I think the prevailing theory was that it just came from the ocean. You know, when because uh, they had a couple of <clears throat> not only like they didn't just do the Facebook page, like they actually filmed like um, like marketing for the company. Yep. That one of the characters was leaving town to go work for, yep. and he had like the T-shirt. I, I want to say slurring, but I know that's from Futurama. From Futurama. Something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. They were drilling deep in the ocean to, uh, I guess, get the raw material they needed to make this drink. And they that that movie really, I mean, you know, outside of like if you segment off like the old school Godzilla movies, mm. you know, into their own era. Cloverfield, and I, I could be mistaken, but just going back and thinking about it, Cloverfield really feels like it was the first one to that well to bring back the giant monster, like the the kaiju, uh, the kaiju, yeah, kinda, yeah, and could be right. I, 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 I mean, there was a Godzilla a reboot attempt in 1998. I don't count that one, nah, because no, that was yeah. horseshit. <laughs> Ooh, horseshit. Yeah, it was horseshit. It's the most critical Adam gets, yeah. and that was. But the trailer was amazing. Like this, yeah. there's it's it it took advantage of the uh, like found footage. Yep. You know, little uh, gimmick. It was before that was real gratuitous too. Yeah, it was. It was before. It was a couple years after Blair Witch, and there had been some scary movies. But this was an actual kaiju movie in yeah. found footage. And TJ was the camera guy. He was his whole purpose was to be the guy that commentating on stuff that was happening. Like I love the scene where like they're in that tunnel and yep, it's dark down to the train, and, and, he, train yeah. and he makes a comment something along the lines of like oh my god if I see like a homeless man like on fire like he makes a comment that like freaks everybody out. It's like, I'm he's sorry, pretty, he's pretty good for that. I what I most distinctly remember from that trailer is when um, because the kids are up like on a rooftop party or yeah something yeah like they're that. having a they're having a like you know good luck with your you know new job yeah, party. He's leaving. He's leaving, and yeah, they, they go up to they they hear a, a noise, yeah, and uh, they so yeah they all run up to the rooftop of their apartment, and then they see like an explosion far off, yeah, and like I think barrels or something like containers at like you know flammable containers fly 
towards them, like Armageddon style, yeah. like with meteors. And so they are, at that point, they're sort of panicked, yes. and they run back into the apartment. And that's and the camera's all, like, kind of bumping around, and there's people screaming. And they did what you would normally do, like, in a crazy situation like that. They, they kind of run outside. <coughs> Excuse me. So when they run outside, you hear, like, boom, boom. Like, you're like, what is that? There's chatter, I think, on the news or, like, on the radio, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, something you kind of get, like, the feels like, it was, holy shit, is this a monster movie? Is that what the hell I'm seeing here? And that's it's precisely the point when you see, like, the Statue of the Liberty Statue Head of Liberty Head. That's what knocked about. off. And yeah, crashes into the street, the street. Yeah. with someone screaming, "Oh my god, oh yeah. my god!" And then it cuts. And I remember now. I'm a huge, huge Transformers fan, and I was so excited to see Transformers. Like it, this trailer was all it was standing between me and finally a good cinematic Transformers. Movie. Well, I mean, the the movie was fine, um, but I was so excited because you know you got the whole like Michael Bay had screwed everything up yet, and it was a Steven Spielberg produced thing. So, and they I liked the movie. But I remember thinking, I want to see that right now. Like that looks so awesome, and it that's was, the job of a great movie trailer. That 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 was that was the thing that I think that I mean in that advertising campaign they created so much chatter, so much talk. Everybody was so amped to go see it. Yeah, um, and, and it was a big hit. It, it, yeah, it, and it was my favorite. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and cop the fact that it was my favorite movie that year when I was actually putting lists out like on Facebook yeah. and shit. Uh, that that was my number one. I, I loved it so much. I saw it multiple times in theaters. I probably I haven't watched that one. I probably haven't watched the one since I've seen it. It holds up pretty well because they don't show the monster until the very end. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> They're very clever with how they hide the monster. I remember the scene down in the um, in the subway though, where like stuff's coming up out of the. That was yeah. Those like sca- those like scarabs or like yeah. whatever. Like they they were falling off of the monster as yeah. it emerged from the uh, yeah. And it bites. Uh, oh, uh, what's her face? She's actually turned out to be somewhat famous. She was in that Master of Sex show on uh, Showtime, and uh, she's popped up in a lot of things. Like wasn't I think she was also in that Christmas movie with Seth Rogen, and uh, you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think she was the, the girl before. the night before. Yeah. Um, I, and she's cute. She's really cute. It's the girl that TJ was sort of fawning after in the movie. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan. There you go. I was, I was going to go ahead and just put you out of your misery and let you know. Yeah, <gasps> Lizzie Kaplan came from that, too. So she she actually had yeah. a career afterwards. And the others probably did, too. Like, I don't want to shortchange the other actors. They, they probably went on, and I'm sure they acted in other things. Just they weren't big. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when she gets bit and uh, there's all that commotion, like... She slowly starts deteriorating, and she's like bleeding from the eyes, and that's when like the military pops. Very disturbing scene. Yeah, and they just grab her, and they're pulling her away, and her their friends are like, "Why are you pulling? Where are you taking her?" And then, and then like from behind the curtain, you can see like a a blood splatter. Yeah, it was that. I that was because that was one of the things about that movie. I really appreciated the place of that scene because you're in the midst of everything that's going on and you're right it's like you're right there with it's very very effective so you don't you don't know what's going on but in that scene even though you're still like it's not like oh i understand what's going on now there was something that happened like you'd be throughout the movie they've been running and they were scared yeah that subway scene was like a brief breather yeah like that was supposed to be their rest and it really it like in that moment they like oh no we're still gonna scare the crap out of you right here and yeah, that, was, that that jerked you back into yeah. like the horrific reality yeah. of what was happening. 
And uh, so, yeah, there are many, many great scenes. Like it, yeah. it has a, it's a tight movie. It doesn't, it's not over long. No. Uh, it, it really feels like it's happening like in real time or something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I really like the scene where the building is like tipped over and like the guy's going back for his girlfriend. They find her like impaled in her room. It, it's, it's, it's harrowing, man. It is. It's a really good movie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's my first, I love that trailer. I think that's a phenomenal job of of selling a movie yeah they absolutely it's i would i would say that's probably one of the best advertising campaigns any movie's put on in the last 15 20 years i agree with you all right what's your first movie trailer my first movie trailer yep and i'm gonna this is where i'm gonna this is my uh caveat because i asked you to give me oh yes I, yes I we had, typically have parameters and caveats i had to have parameters because yeah. doing the top five trailers there's a very good chance all five of them could have been Marvel movies. And we didn't want that. And so to keep it uh, objective of sorts, um, I, I didn't do I don't think I did any comic book movies. Um, I, I don't think I did either. But I want to I want to just say I want to just say Logan and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. We're like, OK, we need to take a moment. Yeah. To give a quick shout out because Marvel trailers in general are amazing. <clears throat> Guardians was unbelievable logan was unbelievable yeah and they used the i think what makes them was so unbelievable was their choice of songs yep and very but very different <laughs> in the way that they uh yeah like the way that extract emotion from you yeah they and for properties like that because you know by the time logan came around everybody loves hugh jackman loves mm -hmm. wolverine character and they was, were excited to be r-rated r-rated fully known that it was gonna be r-rated very different film though very different film than yeah. the her usual X-Men was nominated trope. for an Academy Award yeah, and it should have won because it was a, it was phenomenal it was a really well made movie so don't get upset with this if you don't we don't mention some of your yes. comic book movies were there any other ones that you speaking wanted? speaking of Logan um, <laughs> the the Deadpool short okay. no good deed yes. was probably probably still will always be my favorite trailer of anything ever because it was so amazing wait was that our introduction to him as the character uh, in in like you know proper not not the leaked YouTube footage that that well that that was for um, Deadpool two oh okay, okay so we already had we already had the the marketing from Deadpool one which was great because it really sold that as because that came out in February well there was like a little teaser of him like in a phone booth or something that was like... part of No Good Deed was he's oh, okay. he's going down the street he's got his headphones in and he hears the guy screaming and he runs to the the, <laughs> the, yeah. the phone booth. He's changing. You see his ass pressed up against the glass <laughs> at one point. Yes. And as as soon as he finally emerges, the guy shoots the old man. He's like, oh, and he's just like, ah. Oh, in retrospect, I probably should have just called nine one one. The police could have got here so much sooner. <laughs> and it's just it was this whole and like the guy's laying there dead in the street. Yes. And you know Deadpool lays down next to him and he starts eating his Cherry Garcia ice cream. I mean the Deadpool ads and just they oh. were all masterful works of art. The, it, that was that's uh, my favorite advertising campaign just because there was so many things that they did with it and it was so much fun and I love the character but so we uh, cheated a little bit by just yes. spilling the gut but continuing on but yeah so your official number my one my official number one and <laughs> going going backwards leading up to my number one um, this this one I I had a couple of horror-ish movies mm. on my list. And I, I think I think this is the closest oh, no, thing. I hope you don't take one of mine. I, I, I'm, I have alternates if if, um, if you end up taking... I have a few... Uh, no, no, that's okay. Mentions. I have alternates as well. That's um, fine. But uh, this one, uh, I feel like is... It's a horror movie. Um, uh, and I was, not, I was not there to see it in theaters when it first came out. It came out before me. 
Um, oh, okay. so um, see, now I purposely didn't pick those because I wanted <clears> to. <throat> I, I I imposed my own caveat of I, I kind of needed to experience it firsthand. I I uh, wish I wish I would have been there to see this one in yeah, the theaters yeah. because it it's um, it, I'll just it, Alien. Alien, yeah, okay. Alien. Um, uh, now remind me. What was the trailer? Because I, I mean, I didn't see it in theaters yes. either. So, but it I'm was, so familiar with the movie. It's it's so good because it um the it 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 starts off just with I mean with blackness mm -hmm. and it's this really slow developing of the title comes into scene and with the spinning of the, <clears throat> the yeah the letters oh, I love turn that. I love that. and then um and then you have the you see the egg and there's a line that goes through it and then it's all those really quick shots of the movie mm -hmm. and um, they in the same way because the reason I love that movie is it's I think one of the closest things to a Hitchcock movie that we've had since Hitchcock. So tense. The whole movie as I don't like space movies but I love Alien mm -hmm. um, and of the Alien franchise the first one is my favorite of all of them. Cool. Cool. I know where um, you stand on that. I, 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 I'm such a bitch. I can't pick. I love Aliens and I love Alien. I'm such a bitch. Uh, the 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 thing that makes Alien what I love about it, and then it because it had one of the best taglines I think of mm. of any movie really. You're right. The in space, no one can hear you scream, mm -hmm. and it's just it's like you're just sitting there, and they it, in the trailer it doesn't say it. The the words just come up on screen, so it's <sighs> not even imposed by this voice. Like you have to read it, and I feel like they it, make you do the work. You, you, you have <laughs> like, you're internalizing those words as you read them. In space, no one can hear you scream. And it just adds, because really going from Alien to Aliens, and I think we've talked about this before, you go from kind of a horror-ish movie, because yeah. you really don't see the alien all that much. It's a lot of it's the tension. Right, right. Um, to Aliens, which is really more of an action you movie. You see the aliens a you're, lot. You're in supposed that. to see the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of the fights, and it's it's still a very visceral experience. But yeah. it's just, of all of the horror movies that I could have gone with, I really felt like Alien just did such a good job um, and I and like I'm, the, I'm, I like the franchise. It's not one of my favorite movies of all time, but of the movie franchise and just of the trailer experience, um, the mix of the nice slow buildup that's just yeah. kind of creating tension with the, the fast cuts, you know, scenes from the movie, and then just ending on that note where you're like, ah. 1979, right? 1979, yep. So they were way ahead of the game. Yeah. Way ahead. Cool. Yeah, so Ridley Scott just nailed that one. Great movie. Um, yeah. I like Ridley Scott a lot. Now he had his lows can be kind of bad, but yeah. he has some really the really the franchise good highs. the franchise has experienced some lows. I mean, the first mm -hmm. two went well. Third one was uh, fourth one was, uh, yeah, but then you came back with, per, with Prometheus. Some people really like Resurrection. I'm I'm learning. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't understand it. I'm like, hey, but cool. you know, it has its fans. And David Fincher obviously was the director of, of Alien Three. Yeah, which was a little bit disappointing, but but that's a great pick. I, I'm gonna have to watch that later. Yeah, because I, I, I don't it's even know one. if I've seen the trailer. Yeah, but I, I can imagine it's it's just it's very subtle. Yes. I bet. I, yeah. With I'll, that with seventies music yep. playing underneath of it, most likely. Yes. All right. So let's um, move that on is, to the next one. That is. Yep. Moving on to your next. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off of your pick and uh, choose. This is one I wasn't sure I was gonna pick because I have some alternates, but I feel the need to talk about Prometheus. <laughs> Ridley Scott returns um, to the Alien franchise. Yep, uh, very exciting. the 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 franchise itself was dead. Yeah, it needed it needed some kind of pickup. Sigourney Weaver was just too old to be going back to and do Ripley. Ripley well, was dried up. 
the Ripley Wells dried up. So what they ended up doing was they, they made a prequel. Yeah. And uh, people, you know, I'm a sucker for prequels. I always am. Like, if you, if you could tell me more about the thing that I love already, and it fit very closely into the whole uh, alien uh, timeline. Like, it was very, like, the, the Nostromus, I think was yep. the name of the ship. And I think they mentioned that ship. Yep. The Whaling Corporation, of course, was responsible for both ships. His daughter was in charge, we find out later, as Charlize Theron. Uh, great cast. Idris Elba, Charlize Theron. Uh, I think her name's Numi, uh, was it Pace? Something like that? Oh, that sounds right. I think we mentioned her. Like, she was in Girl with the Dragon Dad. Yeah. I believe that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved the movie. There was a ton of... Um, there was a ton of promises made, and I think a number of people, it's a divisive movie. Some people did not appreciate, they didn't think that it's delivered on the, on the, the promise, the sell pitch. <clears throat> I, I actually think it did. I, I think, I think because... Because they were clearly relieving it open for like a trilogy. I was, because uh, as, as a kid, um, there, were, there were a lot of, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people have that, I grew up on Alien you know, movies, and I didn't. I, I didn't watch any of the Alien movies until I, I actually... Your parents um, were not monsters, basically. They, <laughs> um, my my buddy wanted to go see Prometheus, and I had, no, I mean, like, I knew about the Aliens, yeah. but I'd never watched them. So I went ahead, I invested in the franchise, mm -hmm. I, I got the first four, and I sat down that week leading up to it, I watched them all, so I could, I could uh, inundate myself with the culture and be ready for Prometheus. Nice. And uh, there was a ton of hype for this movie, it, the, and it, it had a phenomenal was. trailer, and, and it's so tense. I, I think, I mean, I think for me, because I didn't grow, grow up with you know, I watched this when I was 12, I watched it when I was 15, you know, I didn't have that connection, that pressure, to it. It, it was to like, be really good. It was just okay, these you know, good movie, good movie, kind of okay movie, yeah, really shitty movie. You know, I the third one was it's fine on its own, but. Coming after the first two, it's the just third not going to satisfy. It was anyone. a weird, unnecessary hybrid of the first two movies, to where you tried to go back to the the scary parts of the first one with the you know well we still need to see the alien a lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and I was like, it just it was kind of a weird mix. Like they were trying for something that shouldn't have been, and it just kind of went eh. with a with a third like the um, the the twist at the end. I didn't really yeah. care for a whole bunch. I didn't think that was all that. Mm land perfectly um but well, yeah prometheus uh it's it was all about the engineers um the the promise was let's learn about the engineers the 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 race the ancient race or civilization that uh may or may not have been responsible for creating human life so it was an alien movie we knew that it had undertones of alien lore but it, I think it was perfectly sold as a "What's life all about?" movie. Yeah. Like, where where did we come from? Like that kind of thing. Well, and it was it was nice too because I think you know to, it felt like what it did is it kind of rebalanced everything to where they had you know it you started with Alien, then you go to Aliens, and they did both of those well. Mm. But then from there, it felt like they really didn't know what to do with the property. Yeah, and coming back to kind of the basics was like we don't need the whole movie to just be we're looking at aliens. Yeah, we've done that. Let's balance that out with some with the tension of these characters interacting, with the tension of you know bad things start happening. You know you got uh, Michael Fassbender, who was great as David, phenomenal, yeah, um, so creepy, so good. And just it, it, that his 
his character was a great device to keep you guy up. Ritchie. Yeah, oh, it was just it was as the as the old Wayland. I was so so good just to I mean yeah. you never could that's one of those and that was one of the things that the original Alien you could never get comfortable you could never just kind of sit and be and like you were always in this state of flux and, and when they do that I, I feel like that's how you really execute a movie well I don't need to watch the Aliens the entire movie to enjoy yeah. it as an Aliens movie I like the story and I like I like the nods to the original I was like oh yeah. The score of the trailer, though, just it it intense. It gets so intense, yeah. And the cutting of like you know the scenes matches it. Like it really starts out so intriguing, but by the end, you're you're just like gritting your teeth. Yeah. It's so tense. And uh, I I thought the trailer was great. I couldn't have been more psyched for that movie when it came yeah. out. And uh, you know everything about the sequel to that just disappoints me. Yeah, but we'll talk about that maybe for another topic. Um, all right, so yeah, Prometheus. Uh, just since you'd mentioned Alien. We're just going to two Ridley Scott alien movies. <sighs> right in a row. Double shot of Ridley. Bam. In the face. <laughs> All right, let's see yours. Okay, so um, my number four. Give me five, four. Okay. Number, I, I did not order mine in any way. I did. Uh, I can't help As you it. do. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, they got to be right. So this this one, uh, another one, unfortunately, I didn't see in theaters. Okay. Um, but um, it's... Uh, Sam Jackson's favorite movie. I don't know if that gives it away for you or not. Mm. But uh, I read that at one point this was Sam, Samuel L. Jackson's favorite movie. It's supposed to be a pretty old movie. <clears throat> it's not. Actually. Oh, okay. It's from, from okay. just a few years ago. Gotcha. Um, it's an Indonesian film. The sequel to The Raid. The Raid 2. Oh, okay. All right. Um, now, I haven't seen the trailer for this. I haven't actually <clears throat> seen The Raid 2 either. The Raid 2... I probably will, put that on my list. I will, give, I will warn you. The Raid 2 is three hours. Wow. Um, so it is. It, it just is, couldn't you, cut anything. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> sit down and bite off. I, a big I do old, not mind long movies um, at all. At all. Iko Uwe, who um, uh, he's got a new Netflix show, The Wu Assassin. Uh, oh, is that saw, what that is? Iko Uwe. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've seen I was. i I like him. He's he's one of those guys like Donnie Yen that I have found like this next generation of martial arts guys that I just love watching. Happy um, that the tradition continues. Yes, on. and um, this the the raid two. I think this may have been the teaser trailer, the the one that I'm referring to. Okay, all um, right. And those those can be so good, he, satisfying. Uh, um, it's it's same same kind of thing. He's you have this this real slow backdrop of he's in his he's in a prison cell, and you kind of don't know you you find out why when you watch the movie. Um, okay, he's in a prison cell, and he's sitting there across across from him is the outline of a of a of a person on his wall, and he goes over and he starts punching it. Oh, so he's just been hitting this. He's, he's practicing his martial arts in a cell, wow. and it balanced that out with quick cuts from different things in the movie. And it's this, it's this really intense back and forth as the, as the clips speed up of different shots from the movie where he's fighting or, you know, there's all kinds of intense. I mean, the, I think on the American side, the only thing I've seen that's been choreographed anywhere close to something in the raid is the John Wick series. And I still feel like the raid just wins out because it's so action, so intense. Yeah, it's so meaningful. It's not just like you know you can't. They it's the the raid's like the first movie that I can remember where like a a, a hero is fighting off bad guys realistically. Yeah, where you know you you hit a guy. They don't they don't just kind of come at you one at a time. No. You know, like they're no. they, and, and if they get hit and they're disoriented, they take a moment to kind of get back up. Like they're not just they don't just hit a villain and then they go flying and then they're just done with the yeah. fight. 
No. He's they, gonna, can, they come back. They yeah, keep I coming. love those. Gonna punch and punch and punch and punch and punch to put these guys down. There was a great action sequence from the Netflix uh, Daredevil that was similar to that. Yes. Uh, that was great. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, that's and those, I, I really appreciate, you know, when you, when you start, like, to watch it is visually so engaging and so... Um, enjoyable, yeah. but then for me, I always like to take a step back and and really kind of walk through like the process to map that whole thing out. The choreography, oh the practice, like Imagine. it's just so amazing. And the the physical harm they're doing to each other, they have to be it's, hurting each other it's a little so, bit. It's so it's so insane. And so this um, because going from the raid to the raid two, I felt like they really the the fight sequences in the raid were intense, but I feel like they definitely did step it up for the raid two. And because of that, like I just the the trailer for it, it was nice too because you have the raid, which kind of became this you know this cult kind of favorite. Like it was, it was a good word of mouth. Yeah, thing. it was one of those like yeah, you hear about it from a buddy. You don't like oh yeah, the raid. Let's go. There's right, right. not five hundred copies of Blockbuster. Yeah, it wasn't like of an existing like property of any yeah. kind. And and it's nice that there hasn't been a U.S. version. It's just stood on its own. Mm-hmm. So, yet. <laughs> yeah, yet. Uh, Maybe give them a few years. But yeah, the, the Raid 2, I think it's the teaser trailer. I just, uh, it's probably one of the best action trailers of any movie I've ever seen. I'll so have to check that out. I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend the movie because it's really, it's three hours, but it's really good. It's well worth the time. And Sam Jackson loves it. That's cool. He's a badass motherfucker. <clears throat> he is. Of course he loves he that. He is. So should I move on to my next? That is, uh, you, I've teed you up for your number, your number three pick. So my third trailer is, <clears throat> there are two trailers for this, and I think they're both really good. Um, but it, it's a, it was a Paul Verhoeven movie, and I love RoboCop. And it felt like this movie was like, had a RoboCop grit to it. And it's from 1998, and it's called uh, Starship Troopers. Okay, I was hoping you weren't going with Showgirls. Uh, was that 98? I don't know. I don't, I it might have been. No, no, you're right. Uh, no, I think that came out in like 96 or 97. Okay. Because so it was shit. also directed by Paul Verhoeven. It was. Woof, what happened there? Uh, but yeah, Starship Star Troopers, Troopers was really cool. Like it had it had like a kind of a standard gets you pumped up kind of movie. Like, oh yeah, we're going to war with space bugs. Space this is bugs. awesome. Oh, hell yeah. It's got all of those like touches from RoboCop. You could just sort of tell. I was intrigued by the cast. I was introduced to Denise Richards, who I was sort of fascinated with for a couple of years. Casper Van Dien? I, you know, and he was, might have been his early, earliest role, I don't know. He was also in the uh, Headless Horseman movie. It was Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy I Hall. think I'm remembering that. He just kind of disappeared. I think he was in some of the sequels. And apparently, like, the sequels aren't bad. And it's supposed to be a really excellent book, yeah, which I never have actually gone back to read. But it's the second trailer that got me really pumped to see the movie. And it's that one that's, like, got the entire song number two. The woohoo, you know, like that all like it was all like the scenes cut shorter in length because that's a really short song, really. You know, it it gets a little but it's quick. And like the cutting of the movie with and the action to the woohoo, like it really got your adrenaline pumping. I like that. And I was I was pumped up for that movie already to begin with. But when I saw that, I was just like, I want to see this now. I, I was convincing friends left and right. I was like, you got to check this out, man. This is going to be the shit. It's going to be so good. And I wasn't disappointed. You know, it was pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was It was definitely as... And, and yeah. it didn't disappoint in that. It was like, it was as... as Michael Ironside. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome in that as well. He, uh, he had that residual 80s energy of just like 
He's the hard ass. What's guy the Gary Busey's kid who was Jake in it Busey. too? Jake Jake Busey, Juicy Busey. Dina Meyer was in that as well. Yep, a lot of people, and that was the thing. Are you a Dina Meyer? Are you a Denise Richards person? You know, because they were both very very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It has a good again, really good pacing to it. I don't think it's overly long. No. Um, who was the guy? I think he was on like Melrose Place or something. There, the, there was the other male lead who was I think known for TV at some point. Um, but I, I was a Van Dien guy. I thought he was cool. I liked him. <laughs> he was a good, clean cut, all American kind of guy. Yeah, he and was. you didn't and you didn't really have any perspective on him. He He's kind of like fresh. a Captain Kurtz yeah. type. Archetype. He was just a fresh, you know, like this is a good American, a, a, you know, heart of America kind of guy. Ooh. Like he's from, he could be from Kansas. You're like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. We have finally found intelligent life with the courage to contact us and the will to annihilate us. I like that song. So, yeah. It is a great song. It's one of the great party, like, rock, you, like, just get you pumped up. And blur, go, I don't know. You just want to go, like, jump something in an S, like, a car. I don't know. Let's, let's get it done, man. <laughs> let's just go jump some stuff. Let's do it. Let's sh- let's just bash something in with a bat. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's channeled wrong. Like, I'm channeling that energy in bad ways. Why am I doing that? I want you to call an ice cold can of whoop <laughs> That's a great movie, by the way. Love that movie. Probably going to end up on my uh, top ten for the list. Oh, so good. Okay. Yeah, song number two trailer for Starship Troopers. What's your next movie? My next movie um, was featured in the trivia section. Um, It was one of the questions I asked. Uh, It, uh, because I was going going back through it, I'm like, you know, if I'm doing trailers, I got to have one where there's, with, with, um, in a world, or you know, oh, that guy, Don uh, LaFontaine. Don LaFontaine, thank you. Got to have him somewhere in a world. And, so, well, and the, his his wheelhouse was the eighties and nineties. Yes. Um, and so with that, I I went with Die Hard. Um, okay. Because I, I mean, I love I love Die Hard. Is this another one? I guess you'd probably never seen in theaters. I, like, I didn't see didn't in theaters. Experience no. the trailer, but, but uh, it, it so has. Like, and then for that reason, I don't even know if I've seen the trailer. It it has because uh, I, I noted it. Um, it's the, it's the closing line, I think it's the closing line of the trailer, but it's, it's in the movie guy voice. It's just so great. He's an easy man to like and a hard man to kill. Hell yeah. So good. Hell yeah. And you're like the movie guy voice. Ugh. And it's the guy from Moonlighting. <laughs> it is. It's like he was there. It's like, wait, where's Sybil Shepherd? The, the movie that made Bruce Willis a viable movie star. Yes. Uh, it, it's, it's phenomenal. It, it hits on all the great action notes. You know, it sets you up with that, you know, that, oh, he was here for a Christmas party, but something. Does like, it have a Christmassy feel, it the does, trailer? The, this, this one doesn't have as much of the, the more recent trailers where it's like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's like, yeah. he was here for a Christmas party. Okay. But then okay. things went awry. Yeah. And I was like, you're just on like. On the 32nd 30, 30 floor. 30th floor. 30th floor. Damn it. See, that's why I don't, I'm not good at trivia. I just learned the answer like an hour ago, and I'm like, oh, oh, 29th, right? Damn it, damn it, stupid brain. <laughs> that Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza, man, it'll do it to you every time. That's that plot, that building's still standing, man. Yes. It's, a, it's a landmark. I, I, if I ever go to California, that will be one of the reasons I would go there. 
would yeah. be to see knock it, isn't it like a it's like a uh, it's, i think it's like a fox a, yeah it's like a building. fox owned yeah. building yeah, right right uh, but it's, it's not a business plaza <laughs> at all no <laughs> it's just lies but it's uh, like I, I just i love that movie so much and it's it's one of those like i wish like if they ever re-release it in theaters, Ooh. I will have to go see it in like theaters. Fathom events, type yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've not had the opportunity. Or what about at the drive-in? Because we have a drive-in. That's I would, doing like I would Wednesday, see, retro Wednesday nights. I would go see it at the drive-in. That, that would be perfect. I would do that. That'd be perfect. Because it was I just John McClane. I think that's the Die Hard series is my favorite action movie series, and it's just it's got the Don LaFontaine movie guy voice. It's got the great you know cuts of the film to where you you know you just you get a good sense of the movie, but you're not you know like. I, I hate those trailers that are just so gratuitous where it's like, oh, all the good stuff is in the trailer. It's like, no, Ooh, yeah. there's so, still so much left. Yeah. And then I, I would like to do a future topic of movies that disappoint We could, uh, yeah. there, that would be a much easier one to do them, you know, the best trailers because there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. There's a lot of really shitty ones. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so Die Hard. Only John can drive somebody that crazy. He's an easy guy to like. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Now, I am old enough to remember seeing the, the trailer for Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Die Harder. And it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. John McClane will never disappoint you. I think I saw that maybe when I went to see Total Recall. Just being like, yep, that looks cool. Because did that come out at Christmas time or no? It was a summer movie. No, it was a summer movie. It, oh, it was. Set, it took place Christmas. at Christmas. Yeah, both time, of them were take place at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next one for Moving me. Moving on to the next one. Ooh, boy, we got some good ones here. Makes me want to go back and watch some of these. Uh, my next pick. I have to choose this one. I ah, man, I'm like, I, I'm like, am I going to have to do shout outs or save this for like a future episode? Because I got so many good ones. All right. Uh, now. It can be both frustrating and exciting when a trailer hooks you and doesn't... It's intriguing, but there's, you just have no idea what the hell is going on in the damn thing. And I think a recent example of that is the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. It's like, everything that's happening here yeah. is cool. I have Every, no idea what the movie's about. I have no idea what the movie's about. But it's, it's cool things are happening in front of my eyeballs. I'm in. I can dig that. Now, there's another Quentin Tarantino movie that does just the opposite. It tells you exactly what the movie's about, and they and it's just laid out for you. And Brad Pitt comes out, and he's like, "I'm out, Lieutenant Aldo Rain, and I got one job: killing Nazis." Like he's just—it's that speech that he gives in Glorious Bastards. Holy shit! The Bear Jew. I, the Bear Jew, yes. And uh, so yeah, the the trailer is based. The trailer makes you think the whole movie is about them. Yeah. And, when in fact, it's just like maybe a third. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of get an introduction to them, and then they kind of finish it up at the end. Um, but it's also, you know, if we just talk about the movie for a second, Christopher Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz on my radar at that point yep. as as the uh, just cold, calculated Nazi. He just wanted a glass of milk. <laughs> and it, he was his character was um, was so diabolical because he he had this sense of like of real dedication to the Nazi cause. I'm just doing my job. Like your introduction to him is like he's. You know he's so dedicated, but then like by the 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 climax of the film, you're like, this guy would sell his mom out. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's and he was he's like, a company man. He was so like he was so upbeat and so happy about like I'll kill people, I'll sell people out, I'll trade like I'll, whatever it takes, I'll do whatever it takes, and I'll do it laughing. 
I was like, this guy is, <laughs> this guy is ruthless. Yes, that's true. But, but in the trailer, it's just like a, it's like just a cut of, yeah. and there's like this hard metal music playing, yep. and it's just Brad, and he's like, the Nazis will, just you know, they we we will sicken them, you know, like they will they will be frightened of us, and it's just like cuts of them doing their work, and uh, there's like the bear Jew, and like the like you know this this one here is ready, you know, like he wants to die for country, oblige him, you know, and just like holy shit, this is badass. And uh, that that trailer sold me, and it would have been a tough sell otherwise. Yeah, I think like, he just had to come out like, okay, we're doing this, you know, uh, movie about these this group of Nazi killers, and oh by the way, spoiler alert, we're gonna alter history. We're gonna tell you a story too. We're, we're gonna tell you a story, and then the ending is gonna be more of an uh, a payoff that's satisfactory, I guess. Have you seen Once Upon a Time Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I've not yet? Seen it yet? I can't talk about it with you then. Okay. You can. I just won't have much. Well, to it's say. still fresh in theater, so like I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody. But uh, let's just say they're similar in, in nature as far as that goes. Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich for the killers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Spoiler. See that I'll be right back. No, damn, that would have been a good trailer to pick. Uh, but yeah, Inglorious Bastards is just you know exactly what you're getting, and uh, you're almost disappointed. Well, I take that back. You're not disappointed at all because the movie actually is so good throughout. Yeah. All the characters are very interesting. So yeah, the Inglorious Bastards. It, it would have been desensitizing if it were just them cracking bats on heads. Of, it would of have Nazis. gotten gratuitous. Like you would have enjoyed it for a while, but then it'd be like, okay, yeah, it was balanced out well. It's like you get the, the setup, and then you get like this story, this yeah. really delicate story, well told, very well told. Yeah. And I mean, that's just Tarantino, man. He's so he's just a master. Uh, that but that might be the most gratuitous of all his movie trailers for any of his yeah, movies. I think it's just like I want you to know that this is about killing Nazis. The German will be sickened by us. The German will talk about us. And the German will fear us. Nazi ain't got no humanity. They need to be destroyed. Each and every man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. And that Let's speech, Brad Pitt, I loved him. I wish he could just make Tarantino movies every year. Because he just, he fits like a glove. He's, he's, a, he's a good, I forget what I watched him in the other day. It's like, there's, there's, when Brad Pitt is really on the money. Yeah. He, he's just when like, he's not being like a handsome leading man yeah, type when he's not just like he's he's here and he's kind of a tool it's like when he's actually because he can act yeah he can and act, i think there's can, a lot of people don't trust him to fucking act. act really good um but there's <laughs> like that donald trump like he can act good <laughs> can act sorry good sorry i don't think it political oh we should make it political <laughs> he's the best it's gonna be huge he's gonna huge. be huge <laughs> but yeah what you're right when when he's being asked to not be a pretty boy uh, he he can act, he can he, really and he's willing it. to disfigure himself because yeah. uh, uh, you know he's got the crazy scar on the weird haircut, similar to Fury. Yeah, and like off-putting appearance in that as well. He's there. There's I I feel like when he's in a movie and he's not used to his full capacity, I'm upset because like he is like okay, you missed an opportunity. Yeah, he can really act when you know when you give him a challenge. We just want to be like, hey, just kind of be Brad Pitty in this movie. Just like, hey, just kind of, yeah. you know, have have like a bag of snacks and just kind of be like, uh, I'm here because, like, oh, why are you? That's you're underusing him. I hope that I get to see his abs. 
<laughs> he's a good looking man. I'm not going to lie. He's a handsome fella. He's a handsome fella. And that new movie with him looks pretty interesting. Where he goes up into space because... Oh, Ad Astra? Yeah. I think that has potential. It I, could have also potential to let me down hard. I really I really hope that it's... Um, like people go see it like, wait a minute. This ends up being a sequel to Space Cowboys. What? Oh, shit. Tommy it's, Lee Jones. Because Tommy Lee Jones plays his dad in yes. the movie. And I'm like, yes. is this... A, and, and I think Donald Sutherland's in the movie, too. Holy like, shit. You're right. If Clint Eastwood to, pops up... <laughs> this is a sequel to Space Cowboys. What the... And you, you backdoor sequeled me. I kind of like it when that happens. I would be actually very happy if that happened. It would. It, I think it would be delightful. All right, that's my fourth. Glorious Bastards. What about All you? All right, this one. Number two. It's number two. Yeah. Number two. We get, we're getting down to the... To the, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty, as they say. This one... Um, this one's probably, I, I would venture to guess, not on your radar. Okay. Because uh, it's it's kind of off the beaten path. Wait, I've bit. already vouched for this list. This this one's a, this one's a little little out there. Um, okay. So in it was either two thousand or two thousand one. Um, one of my favorite comedians of all time retired his jokes that he had been telling for years and years and years, and uh, and he did so in a comedy special called "I'm Telling You for the Last Time." And then, um, because he can't really sit still and stop being funny, he decided, well, what, what would happen if I just decided to start from the beginning again? And so Jerry Seinfeld made a movie called Comedian. Oh, okay. And uh, I remember what that when it came out. Um, uh, it came out in 2002. Didn't and, see it. At least I don't think um, I saw it. And it, was, it followed Jerry Seinfeld and I can't remember the, the other guy's name. Um, should have looked it up. Was it like his manager or um, something like it that? Was, uh, it was another, it was a young comedian who okay. was getting started. Um, he's actually, he either just was or is going to be in Lexington soon, and his tickets are on sale for $20. Oh so he, he never, never really made it big. Yeah. Um, he, and the, and the, so you're watching Jerry start over from scratch, you know, bombing in nightclubs, hanging out with his comedian buddies, writing material, going through his process. You're watching this other guy try and build a comedy career at the same time. He's young, mm -hmm. he's hungry. But the trailer, the trailer to me, I loved the trailer because it's not Don LaFontaine, but it was his counterpart, Hal Douglas. Okay. They were the two movie guy voices. Oh, I remember that trailer. And yeah, he, where they were comes, like, do it differently. He comes in and he starts, in a world. And then you don't ever, you don't know it, but Tom Papa's the guy that's in the, he's in the booth. Okay. Okay. Like, no, You're no, right. That is not, an epic trailer. Not in the world. And it was, I love it because it's so meta. Like it is, doesn't tell you anything about the movie other than the fact that it's about Jerry Seinfeld and it's called Comedian. Can I, can I uh, admit, I have a confession to make. Yes. In our intro that we have, we're like, in a world. That's ripped from the comedian. Like, because it was such a clean, it's, you know, like I could take that. Yep. You're like, yeah, I'm using that. So yeah, that's, that's <clears throat> actually part of the show. It's, it's such a hilarious trailer. And I just, I love, like, I, as soon as I knew that the movie was being made, I was excited about it because yeah. I love Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that, that trailer was so good. But like, he, he's like, he never gets frustrated. He just he keeps just, rolling just with keep, it. They're like, no, what it, you know, <laughs> on the outskirts of space. Like, we're not in space. <laughs> what? And yeah. it's it's just, it's all movie guy voice. Yes. And it's just yes. all this tropes. In the, in the city. <laughs> like, no, it's not in the city. We're not, we're not using that either. <laughs> A one man. No, not. And it's just the whole, like you know, the whole thing. It's I just great. sit there. It's like I watched it so many times. Oh, uh, it's just fantastic. in reminiscing. It's like this is just so funny. Uh, no, in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no, in a world? It's not that kind of movie. 
Oh? Okay. In a land that... No, in a land either. In a time... Nah, I don't think so. In a land before time. That's a hidden gem of a trailer. Oh, I, I'm not even sure where I saw that because the movie itself wasn't on my radar. Yeah. Uh, but I have since the movie, long after the movie came out, I've seen that. And just like, wow, this is brilliant. I was like, this is so good. This is, it's meta and it's it's hilarious. It hits on all the the classic trailer tropes. And, it does. And it's Hal Douglas, the great voice. And it's just like, this is, in making this list, was like this has to be in there somewhere. Oh, like, that's a good one. That's a good. It one. was. It's and I the I've watched the movie again probably within the last the movie. Few live months. up to the trailer at all? I I enjoyed it because I watch a lot of comedy documentaries. Yeah. I don't know if I mean if it's everybody's cup of tea, but uh, yeah. the movie the movie's pretty entertaining. Cool. Um, and it's Jerry Seinfeld. You can't go wrong with. Ah, uh, no, you cannot. I'll I'll never get tired of Jerry no. Seinfeld. Okay, so I, I guess now I have to pick my final one. This is your. This is I, it. I have to pick from this one of these all last the ones money. that I've. You better not pick my number one, or otherwise I'm screwed because none of my other ones are as good as my number one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with um, Interstellar. Huh? Interstellar. Um, so this is this is post Inception. Yep. Post the the Batman uh, trilogy. Um. So. I mean, Chris um, Nolan. Thank you, thank you. Christopher Nolan was just—he couldn't do no wrong. And I love it. It Interstellar, like it—it—it it, it just doesn't show you a whole lot, but it tells you what you need to get excited. And the sound, the music in the trailer is just like builds once again. And Matthew McConaughey is just like at his best, I think, in this movie. That was really in his sweet spot when he had kind of made that resurgence back yeah. into popularity. Yeah. And at the end of this, I think he kind of dipped down, back down yeah. a little bit. Uh, but he wasn't being weird. No. You know, you you had to believe that he was actually a very intelligent man. And, uh, you know, like I, it, the movie trailer tells you everything you need to know. Uh, it's It's not war that is uh you know brings an inhumanity it's it's that the we're running low on food yep and uh they have to you you get this you get the sense there's a lot of desperation in the movie and um i i really enjoy those types of science fiction where uh we have to habitate a new world yeah. because and that that's what the whole movie is about and it tell everything you need to know really good character actors in the movie uh, Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain yeah. uh, you have Casey Affleck, yep. um, who played the adult versions of of uh, uh, gosh, what's her name? Because uh, her name was like in the trailer too. You get a sense of it too. Like what Murphy? Yeah. It's like why do you call me Murphy's Law? Like you know, like it means something bad. You know. And he had like this great little speech, like delivered by Matthew McConaughey. It's just so wonderful, so good. And this is also just post True Detective, where he really yeah, he, got a surge. Yeah, he was excellent in that. And and Christopher Nolan movies too. Like I already knew his reputation for making things tactile and realistic. Everything's grounded in reality. Oh, and Michael Caine. You can't have a Christopher Nolan movie without Michael yeah. Caine, who is in it. And uh, as well as um, oh gosh, who was the girl? The the woman uh, who was also on the on the flight. Uh, she's she's in a lot of stuff. She was also in Batman. She was Cat. Anne Hathaway. Thank you, Anne Hathaway. Uh, like we're playing twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Uh, 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 she she was in she was Catwoman. She was she was a Christopher Nolan actor. <laughs> William Devane. <laughs> he was in it. Yeah, he'll sell you some gold these days. And uh, oh, uh, and the the actor who was also in the um uh the oh now 
problems. My brain just broke. The the uh, Hunger Games, Shelby. the Hunger Games movies. He played one of the main characters, uh, and he was also, I think, in uh, Oh West Bentley. I think he so. was in it. Yeah, was was he in Westworld? He was the one of the guys in Westworld. I never saw that. Oh, but he's he awesome. In, he I was love in him. Hunger Games. I love him, but I don't. I don't love him enough to know his name. <laughs> I haven't committed. He to was great. I, he whatever was fantastic. His name is. But you know, he was. He was just great, and he didn't need to be, but he still was. John. And then, of course, you got that great Matt Damon surprise uh, at the end of the movie. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> but yeah, Interstellar, it, there was, in the trailer, there's, there's this odd mixture of hope and, and, and despair and, and hopelessness and, and like triumphant. Like, you, you felt all these emotions in that trailer. So really well done. Awesome score. And I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I can't stand the ending, but I, I really like the movie still. Topher Grace was in that. He was? Yeah. Apparently. I remember that at all. I, it's been a few years since I've seen it, so I'm like, some of these names are like... Oh, and uh, our boy who was in Pet Cemetery, just John Lithgow, was yeah. also in it. Tons and, and tons of great actors. And uh, Brooke Smith. She was in The Silence of the Lambs. As... She was the girl down in the pit. Oh, the puts, lotion girl? the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I hope to God that's her credit title. <laughs> lotion girl. Uh, Heather, a.k.a. lotion girl. Lotion girl. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are my five trailers. And uh, I have some, man, I have some really good ones here that I just hate leaving off my list. But it's interesting because a lot of my movies are after the turn of the century. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't have very many older movie trailers because I'm just of the opinion that once... I don't know if it was the uh, the popularity of CG they were able to make trailers more intriguing, more enticing or something or it was just like a philosophy change in how trailers were made, but they they really kicked into high gear in the early 2000s. That, yeah, there there was there was a real shift um, cuz I feel like you started getting more stuff uh, like um, like you could get stuff in the trailer that might not be in the movie. So there was a little bit of misdirection, which I think people have used really well. Um, the, the trailer just became so much more of a, of an event. Like, you know, tr- when trailers drop now, like they advertise, like, hey. Yeah, yeah the they have pre-trailers for trailers. Yeah, it's so like people will hype up a trailer. Whereas before it was really just like, hey, we made a movie. It's coming out in a few months. Yeah, it was that The Phantom Menace or whatever. Sorry if that's your number one. Damn it. Phantom Menace that kind of no, changed the landscape of trailers and how they were seen. Because that was available on uh, iTunes. Yep. And uh, but people were buying tickets to movies rumored to have. I think Meet Joe Black was rumored to have the first theatrical trailer of that movie, and people would go. See, it was like the number one movie. I hope I'm not getting that wrong, but it was it was a movie that probably wouldn't have been number one, even though it had Brad Pitt in it. Uh, but it certainly didn't hurt it. Made it the number one movie for that week. Claire Froilani. Mm. Would have benefited. She's enjoyable. From it. I like her. Yep. But anyways, uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to point that out. That like trailers have really evolved, and in my yeah. in my opinion, they've just gotten a way better. Uh, now you had some really excellent point, I, but they're trailers I haven't seen, so I got to go back and watch these trailers. That's the beautiful thing too about DVDs and supplementary uh, materials like that is you can they'll include trailers. Oh yeah. Whereas in the pre YouTube world, you just never got to see those. Nope. It was, you know, when it, if you didn't see it in theaters. Especially like you, even when you buy the home video, yeah, on VHS might, would have include some. They might have one too. or two. Yeah, but it's like I mean when you go because when you like that's one of the things I love about Escape. You go see a movie at Escape, they never go over ten minutes on trailers ever. 
I don't yeah. know if it's just like, oh, we're only going to do 10 minutes. Well, like, you go see a movie just about any other theater. You could sit through 20 to 25 minutes of trailers. I've, honest you. to God, turned to somebody that I've gone to movies like, what the fuck are we here to see? Yeah. I don't can, even know. I don't even remember like, oh, what we're here to see. I'm here to see a movie, but I don't. But remember. trailers are always exciting because you know you ha- you had to get to the theater in time before the trailers. Yep. Started. And then you got then you started getting that era of where they would start putting com- goddamn commercials before trailers. Uh, but I guess that bought you a little bit extra time before you, the, the trailer trailers. And now they have Maria Menounos with newbie. Yeah. Now now it's entertainment TV. I don't need to stuff. be entertained for thirty minutes before the thirty minutes of trailers. It's an the abomination. Movie. They shouldn't they just, do that. Bring back the word guess. You know, <laughs> I can't sit here for twenty minutes without being that level of entertained. Yeah, I can I play on, on my medicine. phone for a few minutes. Just just let the just, damn like what well you know Wheel of Fortune stop puzzle thing yeah. rotate give me advertisements for local chiropractors just let that <laughs> scroll one of the just theaters that's not a major chain they they that's near me where i live that's what they have a ton of those types of like yep. chiropractors for the county that you are seeing the movie in. exactly <laughs> it's county based that's uh right. adam hit me up with your final all right final so one. my last one this this one takes takes me back to when i was a kid mm. Because it was always trying to go back there. It was it was yeah, such a momentous thing, um, and it it translates in so many ways to me now. Okay. Um, it was the the nineteen nineteen ninety holiday classic, Home, Home Alone. Alone. Okay, that was a great trailer. And because it, it was like as a kid, it was like it was like the first. I mean, it was not Macaulay Culkin's first movie. It was just the house, right? But it was they they had they had the the, the actual trailer had a bunch of cutscenes from the from the movie. Okay. Um, I think it may have had. I don't remember if it had the. Uh, I watched it just. Yeah, I think it was yesterday the day before. But I can't remember if it had some of the movie guy voice or if it just. Um, it may have had some of the movie guy voice, but it was it was just like I remember being in theaters seeing it. I was just like, this whole movie is like this movie is like, the. the I need to see this. It movie. was a phenomenon. That oh, movie. it was like because we went and saw it. Like when I was a kid, we uh, we would go to the movies somewhat regularly. It might have been the highest grossing movie that year. I feel like it very easily. I, yeah. And we went to see it twice. I think I did um, too. Yeah. And and that couldn't was, wait for the sequel. That was not something that we did. Like because I, I remember the second time we went to see it, we went to go see it at the mall in Austin, Minnesota, because that was one of the two theaters we had. Minnesota, down. Minnesota, don't you know? <laughs> you betcha. Uh, but it was funny because the, the malfunction. You could do that because you were from. You, oh, you I'm lived from in there. Minnesota. Yeah. I live there. You betcha. And uh, the second time we went to go see it, it, there was a malfunction. My aunt and uncle were in town. We were taking my aunt and uncle to see it. And it was always like when I think back to it now, I was like, my aunt and uncle, they didn't have any kids. It was just like, hey, we're going to take you to see Home Alone. It's like, why would they have wanted to see Home Alone? Because it's a great like, damn right, movie. We're, man. we're going to see. And I was like, I didn't care because it's like, yeah. I want to see Home Alone again. It's a it's great, a great movie. Get out and see a movie. We As watch, a kid, you, that's stuff dreams are made of right there. We watch Home Alone probably five or six times a month at my house, at least. Oh, it's um, such a good movie. And it holds up so it does. well. I, I mean, at this point, I don't Something watch about the, the movie. old town, like the old, the, the, the feeling of the town is timeless. It, it, everything about it. Because I mean, it was it was directed by Chris Columbus, who yeah. was written by John Hughes. You know, you've got yeah. some you've got some great people handling it. 
You know, you've got uh, such a huge cast. One cameo from John Candy. John Candy. The Kenosha Kickers. Oh, everything. <laughs> everything about it, you're just like, from start to finish, it's just a fun movie. It's like, it takes you back. I mean, I was yeah. 1990, I was seven. So I was right around the same age as Kevin. Oh, it's Kevin, yeah. Totally. So, um, oh, that's great for you. Yeah. Right around the same age. You're like, this is my life. Yeah. It's like, just leave me fantastic. at home, Mom and Dad. This could happen to me. So, uh, I, I and just as of recent. What did you think in Detective Pikachu when they had that, like, scene? That. Uh, was that not that great was, from the old pretty, movie that oh, Kevin's was, watching? Like the, the uh, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> uh, angels with filthy souls, <laughs> and the sequel that was featured in Home Alone Two, Angels with even filthier souls. Oh, beautiful! Um, which was just just great. But it, and like <laughs> everything, touches. everything about that movie just resonated so well. My kids love it, and I, yeah. and I love that they love it. So and it, was it just, does not need to be remade. No, they're they're they're, they're redoing to, it with but, Netflix, but. It doesn't and need to happen. There's, what, five Home Alone movies currently in existence anyways, I think? Five or six. I, I didn't know anything beyond three. So, yeah. yeah. And Alex when, as soon as they had to get a different kid, because like, yeah. Macaulay Culkin was starting to look like a yeah, hobo. It was, like, <laughs> it was going to be one of those things, like, why are we concerned that a 16-year-old kid is home by himself? <laughs> was like, yeah. yeah. Should, he should be His fine. cuteness went yeah, he, off like the price is right. Oh, yes, <laughs> that It dropped off very much like that, uh, unfortunately. One of my favorite jokes was uh, David Spade in a minute or whatever that segment was called. And he's like, yeah, Macaulay Culkin, you're cute. You're hot right now. But I just want you to know something. When I was eight years old, I looked just like you. And they would put like this picture of an eight-year-old David Spade and he looked like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Great joke. Great that joke. That is fantastic. Yeah, but the, the trailer that I personally remember, it was it was just like... Uh, zoomed in or something, and it was like the da -da 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 -da. and it, a teaser it, for it, yeah, yeah. And that I guess that was just a teaser, and like it zooms in, and then there's like a light that comes on. Yep. I think, but th that was so good. But I don't even know if I remember the. I mean, I'm sure I've seen it a million yeah. times. Yeah, it's it, it was it walked it walked you through the, the basic pre premise of the movie. And uh -huh. it was, the whole thing from start to finish was just. I, I, when I was rewatching, it's like, oh, it takes me back to sitting in sitting in the movie theaters in mm -hmm. Austin, Minnesota. I was like, oh, Home Alone. This I had a crush on Catherine O'Hare after that movie. I don't know why. She's phenomenal. I was I was well old enough to have crushes on very sexy younger women, but I, I liked her. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, just a little little tidbit for you guys. Ron had a crush on Catherine O'Hara. There you go. Younger. Note that one. Just that character, though, not like necessarily Catherine O'Hara. Like, yeah. I, I just wanted her. She seemed like a Kate very McAllister. sensible. She probably wore very sensible shoes. I would, I believe so. I feel like she, as many mannequins as they have in their house, she had to have been some kind of fashion. Oh yeah, because there yeah, were a lot. Yeah, of that, mannequins. that deepens my intrigue even more. There's a lot of mannequins. In I gotta house. go back and watch that movie for like little clues about her backstory. There's a the other, John Hurd was the they, dad. Uh, yes. I think. I th what, was it John Hurd? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, not quite sure what he did to make enough money to. To take all those people to France, yeah, for Christmas. I don't know. I, I think maybe that Catherine Harris character was the breadwinner in that. Not sure. Not sure what and they were like, doing. She had a lot of mannequins. I mean, you're either a psychopath or a fat someone in fashion. You don't own that many mannequins. No, <laughs> it's one or the other, man. And uh, <laughs> a lot of skeletons hiding in that basement with the boiler. <laughs> a, a surprising number of plants in the house, um, both trees and poinsettias. Poinsettias. I, I, I keep going back. It's like I need, Titanic. I need to try and count the number of poinsettias <laughs> in the film. Stop it. 
It's upsetting the way you're saying it. That's why I said that. One. You're like, oh, it's a poinsettia. Uh, poinsettia. Poinsettias. I, I gotta go with poinsettia. <laughs> um, and you're like, is he right? Have I been wrong my whole freaking life? I just I like, don't even know. I like causing that kind of doubt like, to people. Yes, it's 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 a little seed you'd like to plant. They they eventually go mad. I'm a I'm a bit of a a rascal. I'm a bit of a rascal. Yeah, troublemaker. Okay. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Clark. So that, that those were our ten. That's it. Ten trailers. That's those are all excellent. I, I, I gotta admit, there's a couple of those that I hadn't even seen, but I need to you know, I can imagine. I, I had a I had a difficult time with this list because there were I, immediately I started going back to some of my childhood favorites like Goonies, yeah. Ghostbusters, and like all these movies. And I'm watching these trailers, and I'm like, it just it's very basic. Some of the trailers, because I, I was the same way. It's like this was not as great as i thought it was yeah the movie's great but this trailer, movie's great yeah. but they just didn't spend the extra time on trailers no. t2 is an interesting example where they actually had just all diff all new footage just for the trailer so that was pretty unique and i know a lot of people love that trailer but even still i think it's pretty basic <clears throat> did you did you want to do any honorable mentions for you uh discussing? let's save them okay i i, I want to i'm dying to like point uh, some of these out but i should i think we should because i think we could we could milk this oh yeah a there's bit more yeah there's plenty more. There's a lot. As many movies as there are, there's trailers. And uh, we, we, it's a trailer's sole purpose is to make you want to, it's selling you something. Selling I want you, you to go see the movie. And uh, I, I definitely want to explore the fantastic trailers with disappointing movie. Yes. Because I think we could make a topic out of that pretty easy. All right. That's, that was, uh, that was that. Hope you that's enjoyed. the feature presentation. That is the feature presentation. And that leads us into our third segment, which is just more or less a setup for the, for the next episode. This is like our post-credit scene. Ah, kind of like yeah. MCU. That's what we should call this. This is we a post-credit scene. This is post-credit scene. We just keep coming up with like segment names in the process. Mm. Of like, <laughs> so post-credit scene. Um, so for me, we're doing, we're doing what? You haven't seen what? that. You haven't seen that. What? Okay. Um, you, I guess, go first. Okay. Since I, I let off the other this segment. Is, this is, I've, I've been thinking about this one uh, recently because I've been kind of low-key looking for it. I was at Half Price Books last night and I looked to see if they had it there. Um, I'll probably will have to go on Amazon. Otherwise, I'll just or see, eBay. If can, see if I can track down. Because I always like to have the actual DVD. I hate just buying a digital copy of, some, of oh, most, me too. most things. Oh, gosh. So I, like, way. I like to have the DVD. But if, if I have to settle for less I, I will if but you can't um, have it um i, I don't know I, I don't remember exactly how it came uh, i was watching the philadelphia story a few weeks ago which was a 1939 movie i thought movie. i was thinking so, philadelphia experiment um, for a second it was a jimmy stewart cary grant i love jimmy stewart i love cary grant too but uh, jimmy stewart did a number of western movies that mm -hmm. i've never seen so i want to, i want to watch the man who shot liberty balance hmm uh, it's one of okay. his old, old westerns. So, Jimmy Stewart, the man who shot Liberty Valance, that is what I will be watching. Okay. Hopefully, I can track that down somewhere. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I'll find it somewhere. Yeah. I'll sniff that one out. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Once you get on the scent, uh, you will just you could just sniff, uh, you know, glue. Why well, can't <laughs> you could just sniff your copy of It's a Wonderful Life, and and it'll oh, lead Frank you straight Capra. to it. Uh, With that. Oh, that's a rear window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a pleasurable sensation. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Uh, for me, I am going to pick the 1984 classic Repo Man. 
uh, with Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez and uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. Or is Charlie? No, that's Man at Work. I was thinking Man at Work. Wow, those are different movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I enjoy Men at Work in my head. Was Keith David in that too? Was he, was he the? I feel like he was. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. He's one of those eighties guys. Yeah, could have been in there. Totally, totally. But yeah, Repo Man, very different movie. I mean, <laughs> so different. So different. I haven't even seen the movie, and I know that. So different. But yeah, I, I, so many people's uh, who I respect, both actors, writers, comedians, whatever. They, they people always cite this uh, movie as just being so influential. It's been a while since I've watched that. Revolutionary really movie, and I, I always enjoy me some Emilio Estevez. And Coach it's like Bombay. His big, yeah, it's Coach Bombay. You damn right. Uh, no flying V, though. I'm as far as I know, but yes, all I know about the movie is that he is a, a repo man. He is a repo man, and that it's it's like a very punk rock type yeah. movie. And uh, I, I can't believe I haven't seen it. And I'm gonna finally go ahead and sit down and watch this movie. Much better than the Jude Law Forest Whitaker. Forest Whitaker. Repo Man. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, but I, I had a you sense of it. Much on that yeah, one. I had a sense like you're okay there. I I do like uh, Forrest Whitaker, but I'm uh, Ghost Dog. Law. Yeah, Ghost Dog, baby. All right, so that's been our episode. That's us for your eyes only, and for Mitch's eye. It's in the can. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch's eye is in the can. We we're keeping it. We're keeping. We may sell it to to benefit. Put it on it. eBay. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a trade for that Jimmy Stewart movie. We say, hey, fair trade. Fair we trade. Got, we got this guy's uh-huh. eyeball. Uh-huh. Who have no a idea. human eyeball for this copy of uh, Seems pretty Andy. fair to me. Now, what do you say? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Just give me, I'll pay 10 bucks. Fine. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll cover shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, look, we just came at over, just over two hours. It's pretty good for hey, us. Hey, we're, look at that. Woohoo! We're, we're pretty getting, succinct. We're, we're more succinct than we normally are. But we just cheated you guys out of like maybe an extra hour of yeah. show. But yeah, I, to recap, I love I love the new segment. We're definitely gonna have to revisit that. A lot of fun, and I think that'll be fun for the listeners to yes. to shout out if they're in their cars or at work or you know, while the baby is taking street. a nap. You just yeah. shout out, you shout things. Ah, it's two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. You moron! Not a pizza. Damn it! What a the hell? It was Richard Ruglio. Rico. Rikoki. Rikoko. Rocky Rikoko. That's who it was. Damn it. Uh, I'm in Ronnie. I'm Adam Peterson. See you next time.